0: If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews.
1: You just found the most downloaded fitness, health, and entertainment podcast in history. This is Mind Pump. Right? In today's episode, we answered live callers' questions. People called in. We got to help them out. But that was after the intro portion of this episode. Today, it was 65 minutes long. That's where we talk about current events, fitness, studies, family life, and much more. You can check the show notes for timestamps if you just want to skip around to your favorite part. Also, if you want to be on an episode like this one live where we can help you out, email us at live at mindpumpmedia.com. Um, this episode is brought to you by some sponsors. The first one is Juve. They make red light therapy for your home. So if you've looked at the studies or heard about people talking about red light therapy, how it improves the look and health of their skin. Speeds up recovery, slow de- slows down uh, inflammation or reduces inflammation, speeds up recovery. I said that. It does all those things and more. It's legit. Check them out. Go to juve.com. That's J-O-O-V-V.com forward slash Mind Pump. Use the code Mind Pump. Get yourself a discount. This episode is also brought to you by Organifi. They make organic supplements for health, fitness, and performance today. I talked about their gold juice. Drink this before bed for reduced aches and pains and better sleep. And it tastes amazing. Uh, I think they have now pumpkin spice is one of the flavors. Anyway, go check them out. Go to Organifi.com forward slash Mind Pump. Use the code Mind Pump. Get 20% off. Also, there's only two days left for the MAPS Performance Advanced Launch Sale. It's a brand new program. It is for athletically minded people who like to work out, have functional strength, fitness, rotational strength, power, speed, agility. It's a great program. It's not for the faint of heart. It is an advanced program. Two days left for the promotion. So here's what it is. If you sign up right now, you get $80 off, plus you get two free eBooks. You get the grip strength reference guide, and you get the eat for your performance guide, both included for free, plus the $80 off. If you're interested, go to mapsp2.com and then use the code Launch. For the discount and the free ebooks. All right, back to the show. When it comes to damage to your body or recovery, not all tools and strength training or modalities are equal. So here's a good rule of thumb free weights tend to cause more damage than machines, compound lifts tend to cause more damage than single joint lifts, and standing exercises tend to cause more damage than seated exercises. Also, generally true. Higher reps tend to cause more damage than lower reps when intensity is controlled for. So consider this when creating your programming. Even though your sets may be the same, the
2: volume may be affecting you differently depending on the modality. You lost me at uh, Rule of Thumb. Yeah. I just can't. Ever since you guys told me about that. Oh, about what that meant? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I instantly <laughs> think of a kid getting beat when you do that. No, it, was, it wasn't for kids. I a think kid. of Boondock
1: Saints oh, immediately. Was it? No, it wasn't for kids. Rule of Thumb no, it was, was for a your law. Wife. Oh, it's yeah, your wife. where a yeah. husband like couldn't beat his wife with oh, a stick was that beat- was wider. Than it was his wider. Time. Yeah, was a, you, had wow. to, you had to be like. So they're they're trying to be more civilized. That's then. Yeah. Like, That's so. Political. Oh, hey, you guys, don't do That's so politically incorrect for I you know. to use that now. Anyway,
3: that <laughs> this is a general rule of thumb. I mean, most <laughs> things when you look back are pretty messed up. They are. Yeah. They are where we get these sayings from.
1: <laughs> yeah. So all right. So here's why I'm saying this: the like free weights more than machines, compound lifts more than single joint, standing more than seated, higher reps more than lower. So, um, this, this, I've known this for a while, but I'm experiencing it right now. So I've been probably for the last five weeks, maybe four weeks, five weeks, I've been training almost entirely on machines, which. I almost never do. I almost mm. never do it on a consistent what a basis. Breeze,
3: huh? Huh? I bet that's enjoyable. Yeah. Huh? Nice and
1: fun and easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, machines. <laughs> so, hold on. Yeah. So I, I'm doing this because I, I, I'm going to UFC Fit. They got, they, now they have platforms. They have everything there. But they have all these machines that I've never used. And when I go to a new gym, typically what I'll do is I'll do a bunch of stuff that I don't normally do just for the fun And the novelty. But for the last, like I said, four or five weeks, I'm like, you know, I'm going to do just a pure, I haven't, I've never done that or I haven't done that in in, god decades where I just did machines Mm -hmm. for a consistent basis. And what I'm noticing, by the way, there's pluses and minuses to this. The, you may think that the damage aspect, the fact that it caught, cause this is what I noticed. I don't get a sore. Mm -hmm. If I do the same sets with comparable free weight exercises to machines, I get, there's more damage on the body with the free weights versus machines. And we could talk about why, but it's just, it's just true across the board. So I don't get a sore, which means I can do more volume. Um, but I'm also noticing, so I notice I get good pumps. I can see why bodybuilders like it. I could also see that I'm losing functional strength as a result of not training with free weights and blah, blah, blah. But really the main takeaway is I do more volume when I train this way. It's not equivalent to when I'm using free weights. So this is important when you're creating your programming to consider this. For example, a standing shoulder press versus a seated shoulder press, you can do the same weight, same reps. Totally different animal. The standing one is gonna it's gonna take your body a little longer to recover from. Mm-hmm. So it's important to know this when you're creating your programming that they're all they're not all created equal. That you'll get affected differently.
2: When I was training seven days a week, one of my like favorite. Uh, techniques that I would do is to uh, alternate the days of free weights and machines Oh, because I was training so many days. And one of the ways to modify intensity would, would easy would yes. be that way. And it felt great doing that. So it's like a, I in for years before that. Right. So when I was in my late teens, early twenties lifting, I was like all machine guy, never did free weights. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've talked on the show many times of like things that like broke us through plateaus. I don't think I've ever shared that one. And that was a major Plateau breaker for me was I used to love the hammer strength, the machines and cables, and mm-hmm. it was like I rarely ever did free weights mm-hmm. because they were hard, and I and I could do so much more weight on all the machines, and so I stuck to doing that stuff. Not to mention, it was easier to, to get into form technique was easier, all of the above, but the my progress had stalled. And then simply going to, like, all the big compound lifts and doing free weights, like I saw this huge yeah, yeah plateau buster. Like, So I think there's a lot of young men especially because I see a lot of younger guys that tend to gravitate towards towards the hammer strength and the machines all the time because they can do a bunch of weight that are stuck at a plateau that if they would just move away from that and go yes, into free yeah, weights. Yeah, that
3: mentality is hard to break if that's how you've kind of been mm-hmm. introduced into lifting weights and you, you – and I guess that's where we want to we want to get a hold of uh, these young guys ahead of time. So uh, you know, introduce them to these compound lifts with barbell training because it is a hard uh, transition to go from uh, working out like that to now lifting um, doing back squats, doing deadlifts. All these it's a really hard uh, skill to to acquire. Like going from that,
2: I think the key is to reframe it. Like this is what I had to do: is reframe it as like what gets me the best results. Period. Right. Yeah. So. And as you get more experience, you start to realize, oh, the more difficult the exercise and novel it is, the the and the more I suck at it, the more results I get from yes. it. And so if you just approach the workouts like that, which is, oh man, the, if if I suck at it and it's hard, I'm going to get the most return from it. Therefore I should do it. It's also
1: it. this too. It's also, because people typically will pose the question like this, what's better, you know, free weights or machines? Like Okay, if I have to pick, then I'll make a choice, but I don't have to. I have access to all of them. So yes, free weights will cause more damage. Therefore, we could say it sends a louder signal, more functional strength, that stuff. But machines allow for more volume to be used, which in in volume also sends a muscle building signal. I can also use it and program it in when I need to, when I want to hit the muscles, but I don't want to cause as much damage to the body or much stress on the body. So the truth is, It's all how you use it. It's the mix. When you have a, when you have ingredients, you can use more of this ingredient to create this, this type of a flavor or more of this to create the flavor. It really depends on how you feel, what you've been doing. It's all valuable. So, you know, cause what we tend to do in our space is we tend to do this. Like it's either this or that. Yeah. Why front squats or back squats, which one? How about both? Like, what if I, what if I practice both of them, right? Leg press versus this. Like if you have to make a choice, then I can answer it. But I don't have to, and a lot of people don't have to. Yeah. So there's value to all this stuff, and the value that I can see with machines is, and some people would say this is a negative, but I see it as a potential value. It Doesn't cause a lot of damage, so I could go do a ton of volume, and feel okay. I can't do the same amount of volume with free weights. It'll it'll now if I have limited time, now it makes sense, right? Stick. To well, free I just weights.
3: think if you you know if you don't introduce uh, these harder lifts like early enough, it's it's like less likely because you you can you can get away with doing machines for a long period of time and no doubt like you're still doing something but uh to be able to have that contrast and be able to do kind of what adam was talking about like undulate that so you can do uh your compound list then you do like other days in between so it's more volume driven and less impactful in the joints you know and it's funny because now i'm like i'll lean in on like the machines because it's like i've done uh, barbell training for so long, it feels good. is is a way to change it up. Yeah, it uh, feels a lot less damaging on the joints, which I love. But to have the baseline, the foundation first of those core lifts, agreed. It, it's it's really important. No, agreed. it's a
2: no, You know, it's funny. It's like uh, every other lesson that I've learned, lifting weights and nutrition, is like uh, going from one extreme to the other extreme, and then finding out it's somewhere in the middle. Right? It's like I did nothing but machines for the longest time, then realize, oh, that's not. I'm not getting the results. As soon as I started to do free weights, then it became like all free weights, and then I started to plateau uh, knee pain, tightness, stiffness, all these things that were bothering from lifting heavy in the same plane all the time. Oh, then I went the other other direction. It's like learning to balance and modify intensity throughout the week, also based off of not – not only what you're doing with the lifts but also what's happening outside of the gym too I think that's yes, like what makes totally. the other piece to this is like okay well there's some truth to the the machines don't do as much damage to the as as free weights and so it's like not only do I have to juggle okay the intensity that I was training at and how sore am I the next day therefore I should probably do machines I also need to factor into oh what was my rest like what's my nutrition been like and though so even there's times where I'll choose machines when I, I'm nece- I'm not necessarily sore from doing free weights the day before or two days ago but I also recognize that I've been sleeping poorly or what like that it's like you know what here's a way that I can modify intensity even though I'm not super sore and that's normally how I would use the machines is to pivot over that direction but I'm also now factoring in yeah. other things like sleep and nutrition and stress and it's like oh, okay well I'm not feeling my best this is not the day to go heavy on my compound yeah, I words. think
1: for sure your first few years of training you should master the the barbell. You know compound lifts, you should master them and get really good at them, but then after that, it gets kind of fun. And if you've been working out for 10 years, 15 years, or I've been working out for 30 years, I actually someone asked me the other day, How long have you been training? and I thought about it. It's all been over over 30 years, I've been working out. It gets it's 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 fun to do different things, it's a lot of fun. There's there, I have no limits, or why would I put limits on myself into in terms of what I'm doing, but for the first you know, three years of training, you should get good at those. You know, so I want to be clear. Get good at those compound lifts. They have the most It's so funny yeah. that,
2: <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I'd, I'd argue at least five years you could get away with, like, never doing anything but the five lifts. Probably. Like, the yeah. five main lifts, just doing that for five years yeah. consistently.
3: More beneficial than that. And yeah.
2: you would build such a solid foundation. Yep. Solid foundation. And only doing that three days a week. Three days a week, full body. Even like, two days a week. Yeah, yeah, just just consistently doing that, and and treating it as not as oh, I'm, my goal is to see how much weight I can necessarily put on the bar, but getting so uh, good at the movement, the technique. Yeah, the technique of it, and perfecting your form over those five years, and then like it just opens up every other pathway from there as far totally. as like the, the the way the results will come in. Totally. All
1: right, I got to bring this up because this is a huge topic of discussion over the weekend at my house. Right. So I never, almost never shop for myself, like clothing wise. <laughs> I actually and, complimented this. Well, morning. so, I've, so for, I so was like, you know what? I want to get it, like a tracksuit. Like, yeah. let me get like a tracksuit. So I went, on, <laughs> <laughs> I went on Amazon and I, saw, I have matching pants, by the way, at home. Mm. So I got it and it came in. I put it on and Jessica relentlessly made fun of me. Like, like, like you're going <laughs> to. Oh, I like it. She's like, are you going to wear that? I'm mm. like, yeah. She's like, oh my God, you look, that, that's so stereotypical. You can't wear that, whatever. Then the nanny comes over. And I'm like, be honest, what do you think? She's like, well, I mean... I don't know so then I'm like I'm going to wear it to work and then Jessica's like Adam's going to make fun of you on the podcast oh that's funny as soon as I walk in I compliment him he's like great
2: jacket I love the jacket <laughs> so there honey <laughs> yeah, yeah you were wrong it's got great like, it's uh, retro vibes too yeah see yeah, that's a, all right, That's style I feel alright now do that. Yeah, yeah, no, she it's... made me still
1: self-conscious like, no, 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 like, I it totally... outside. I brought it in my bag <laughs>
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel, I feel I, like I, you're ready for a mimosa yeah, and like I, a, watching tennis you know what I'm
2: saying bro again we've talked about this recently right like a lot of these styles are like coming back in that's a style that I I feel like it's coming back into styles and okay. stuff like that so, all right all
1: right yeah, I feel funny. a little better
2: I mean you know me I'd tell you right away if I didn't like it but then it. she I'm said quick the wrong I'm thing quick to, to me shit. too
1: she's like you look you look like one of those like stereotypical like guidos I'm like now you're just convincing me
2: that was the look now of you're words. reinforcing <laughs> it exactly
1: that's done, that's that's done. Exactly. I'm gonna put this on now because of it she's like where'd you buy that about Amazon she's like you didn't even get it at department store I'm like no you get everything on Amazon now
2: it actually looks like pretty good quality if you just not Yeah. it's kind of warm Yeah. see what <laughs> maybe, maybe get a rash or something after i want to see the full the full get up so he's got the matching pants oh yeah up, bro so the, the the, even the bottom out. you
1: know the, the ankle like, is right here yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> all right i actually have a bunch that or of, she texted you're fucking me right along no no no. no.
2: <laughs> i have i have some really cool uh jordan ones but it, i bought them back when the style of like overly baggy was which by the way it started to make its way back oh, yeah so, so maybe i can yeah. bust them out they're really nice. I have I have like at least four Did you, matching. Were you guys parka
1: starter yes. parka guys? Yes.
2: Okay. Do you remember that either you wore the parka yeah, had
1: or boys. some people have the gold 49er jacket? Oh, I had a a gold one, yeah. You had the gold one yep. too? Did you yep. parka also? Uh,
3: yeah, not as much parka because, you know, that was... Heavy, so the, like, yeah, those are warm, way too warm.
2: Those are those are years. So they're the same company. Starter did both of them. Right. Starter the start the like the all the gold one you're talking about That's was earlier. first. That's first. Okay. Yeah. And the, the parkas park park came, came, came later. Yeah. yeah you so we too? were like, well, yeah, I had both. Were you? What did you wear, Cowboys? I had both. You had a and ankle one. No, 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 no. The the types of style oh, you're saying. Okay. I I had the the shiny and the more kind yeah. of fitted jacket that you're talking about, mm-hmm. which is like the kind of shiny color or whatever like that. That was they had the starter emblem on the wrist, mm-hmm. and then the parka came came later. I had both.
3: Those yeah. fit my boys now too. So my my parents still kept you them. Oh, them? you still got yeah, them. Yeah, oh, that's great. so they wore that for the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's great. The gold one. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: So I had the big black one with the big Forty Nine er you know circular mm-hmm. emblem on the back and then did you guys did you guys put beads on the I didn't but that was a style do you remember
2: that yeah yeah. you put beads on the side was you, like... you don't
1: remember that Justin I don't know. you would buy beads that were the color of the
2: jacket it was the you'd... same it was during the same you wear them on the strings it was, the... It, was, oh, it was during the, the same era as when the girls used to make the wristbands out of those things yes. so that's guys would rock so that's the all one time. time or your chick would wear her your parka and then when you get it back she'd oh, put she the beads on there that. Oh, yeah. she'd do it
1: for you <laughs> yeah. so I was in eighth grade when I did it and it's the only time I ever shopped Lifted in my entire life was I. I stole beads oh, for yeah. because I went with with a bunch of bad influences so so yeah nice still I know. beats for other things it's huh
3: <laughs>
2: what Justin <laughs> whoa, 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 I just can yeah, you know why He threw a jab at him early he's been on
1: fire today guy. I can't I
3: help it, it. I, I can't hey, help it. it hey did you see I hacked yeah. your
1: day in the life did yes I, I did I was
3: gonna mention that. oh I missed that I didn't yeah, see yeah, that yeah, yeah. He's been. it's like a helicopter with like all like penis drawings oh and I'm like I thought he really put that oh yeah that's why I was like
2: this could be something I would post you would I thought it was him no, I thought I it was him who posted yeah, yeah. that I, I, I really, really thought it was a piece that he did yeah, it yeah, like, on you I was like oh it's yeah, great yeah, he has I, an I old piece it. he did <laughs> he <laughs> said, <laughs> I really people didn't. believed it I, I, I was like I lean believed it, it. I, I, hella hella believed it. it. I, I hella believed I it I thought oh I was like oh my god he still has yeah, a yeah, drone I would have done that That's the best guy to mess with the helicopter he owns it yeah the helicopter the helicopter yes how did I find that I thought it was so real I totally thought it was real I don't know how I found that oh that's too funny no that
3: was funny yeah I was like ah this has got to be Sal. I knew it wasn't you so no?
2: No, no, it wasn't. Yeah, he's notorious for that. I think I did it one time to him, and then ever since then, you did it to me. Yeah, dude. I did to you a long time ago. I don't ago. remember what you did, but it I was think a... I did it with your uh, your when you wear those little bikini shorts oh, okay. you had a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> remember those? <laughs> no. Yes, yeah, just... the grapes, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I had to change those because I have yeah, two bikini
3: briefs. Yeah, that's yeah your, I stopped wearing I think I'm gonna go back to those now. Oh, god.
1: So, uh, did you guys have a good weekend? You guys do anything? Yeah, weren't you guys all
3: in the same area? Oh, yeah, we hung out uh, like Friday night we yeah
2: Justin to, and I, I I hung out with, with the wives or just mm, you guys? yeah yeah the wives too we went to a thing. I had extra tickets and uh Marcucci and um and Danielle were supposed to go with us and then they ended up having a soccer tournament so I had an extra pair and was this called. the
3: dueling pianos
2: yeah oh you guys yeah oh yeah
3: it was cool right yeah because last time it was at the Ramsey event that we saw something like that and it was just as good. It was. I mean,
2: they they killed it. So it was yeah, fun. I thought it was better. I yeah, thought like the uh,
1: and this is dinner, drinks, and then you watch the show. Yeah, that's a good time. It was dude. the first
2: time that I I'd, I'd gone to. Uh, so it was in Morgan Hill. So like I don't know, like two or three months ago, Katrina and I were getting um, coffee at like our our local coffee shop that we go to, and there was a flyer on the on the window, and it was oh doing pianos. I had just told Katrina not, not that long ago. I was like oh when we were in in Nashville, I said we really had a good time at the Dueling Pianos. I said, you and I should go sometime. I'm like, and then we had seen that. And I'm like, let's just go. And we we're like checking. We're like, okay, we're in town. I'm like, well, just buy, buy like six tickets and then we'll figure out later on, right? And so we had we a had plan, put it on the calendar. We invited Danielle and them. It was all done. I hadn't thought about it for months. And then it came up this week and she's like, hey, we got that Dueling Pianos. And I'm like, oh, I don't, we got the, the Warrior game. I said, I'd rather go to that. Let's go do that instead. And we, we're not going to go. And I'm like, you know what? She, Katrina convinced me. She's like, you know, it's this is our town now. And we haven't been out that much here. Let's get to, you know, see if we like it, you know, so we know. All right, all right. And uh, man, super cool spot. And the food yeah. was good. Food was, it was great. Squeaky spot. Yeah. yeah. This spot was so it's downtown Morgan Hill. I think it's called the Granada or something, something like mm-hmm. that. I, I forget the name of it, but it's like their little like old school theater. Mm-hmm. And it's all remodeled and redone. Oh, and they had all time. these like, yeah. White tablecloth tables and nice chandeliers, like
3: champagne uh, vending
2: machine. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. like little bottles or like, little bottles. Up? Yeah, like little dual two two glass bottles are like th- like this big. Wow, or uh-huh.
1: you guys remember cigarette vending machines? I can't of believe course. you used to have those. Of course, you, remember that? you yeah. <laughs> pull that. You pull. Like you can
2: still. You can anybody.
1: still <laughs> get them. <laughs>
2: yeah. Like places like Reno and stuff have. have they oh. still have cigarette oh, yeah, vending yeah. machines. oh yeah, yeah. Some of the old casinos still have some of those. Oh well, at least it's in a casino. Yeah. I remember when I was a kid; it's like, yeah. you know, yeah. and I, 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 uncle, I I had uncles. That they were like, might be alle- I'm assuming they're illegal in a lot of places. I don't, okay. yeah, like, yeah, you yeah, don't, don't think you can do. Yeah, anymore. Maybe, maybe, maybe Reno's the only place that can do it. At least I had. Maybe mm-hmm. it was. You can know, do anything before. in Vegas. Yeah. I,
1: uh, I was. It was just me, and uh, this weekend for me was just me and the little kids because I had bought my fifth, my 14 year old, uh, a Disney trip for Christmas when now it came up. So her and her friend and Jessica, Jessica, chaperoned them. So they went to Disneyland and- uh, it just, was just the three of them? Just the three of them. Mm. And uh, so it was just me and the little kids. So I was like prepped. Like, okay, <clears throat> dad, I'm going to do this, right? And yeah. it, it did
3: great, bro. I did oh, so yeah. good. Oh, yeah. yeah I did so good. The <laughs> no kids meltdowns were... or anything <laughs> bro, crazy? Bro,
1: I had the, the kids. The kids were outside- uh 80 percent of the time this was so nice anyway mm-hmm. the weather was great yeah, it
3: was a great weather yeah it was amazing
1: we were outside most of the time i got my daughter my 15 month old i you know she's learning how to walk or trying to learn now and so i had her take her little shoes and socks off and i had her walk around barefoot in the grass a bunch took my son uh my three-year-old downtown and we hung out in a park looked at dogs and, and we just had a we had a great time then jessica comes back from the airport Dinner was ready. I had made dinner. Wow. Kids oh, were man. eating everything, and I was just wow. like, "Bring your A game." Huh? Yeah, yeah. I was okay. Just like, see, uh-huh. <laughs> like, see, like, <laughs> everything's handled. <laughs> no <laughs> problem. <laughs> easy, easy. Yeah. In reality, That's I was right. like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was now, fucking juggling everything." Now, when, like, when that happens, hard. Uh,
2: how does she handle that? Because sometimes it's like mom does has a hard time leaving the kids mm-hmm. for those two days. So oh, she, she
1: just misses them.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. she. Just but I mean, was, you, was was she just like, all right, you got this, or was it like all planned out? What to, when when to feed them? What no, to no,
1: them? she totally fully trusts me.
2: Oh wow, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. she's fully fully she trusts fucking trust me. Fucking tells me what yeah, It gives you a whole like, <laughs> <an> itemized <laughs> yeah, inventory. Like yeah, like that, and and since yeah, that and time? I, like, like, I love how she does it too. She tries to, like she's like supporting like to help me. Like I know how this will make things easier. Yeah, yeah, I know you're really busy with work and this that. Like you just think I'm not gonna fuck. And feed her son. That's what I, know. <laughs> I know what this is. You're gonna forget.
1: She'll, always, she'll call
2: either either my mom that, or is, her mom. Is it because that always. one time
1: Max got overheated? Is that what happened? No. When you, when yeah. you forgot yeah. to give water? Yeah. Yeah. No. Is that I, why? Yeah.
2: Bro? <laughs> I puked all over the car. Yeah. Oh my God. She, like, so, uh, she always sets it up like that. Oh, I'm. Dry, just, I know you're so busy at work and all this stuff like that. So I just wanted to help you out. I'm like, yeah, right. It's not why I do this. But she'll call either my aunt, my mom, or her mom and she'll also schedule them to be at the house in town. Mm-hmm. Oh. So I always have... Well, s- I
1: should give a little caveat. It wasn't just me. I had the nanny come
2: both days, too. Uh, okay. It wasn't just by myself. Yeah, yeah. So she'll normally send support. I know. Right now, I got and a lot, of, have, a lot of
1: stay-at-home parents right now are like, oh, oh, ah, yeah. That doesn't count. <laughs> yes, it does. Still yeah. Counts.
2: And then I'll have, like, by the hour. You know, this is breakfast. It's already made. You just yeah. got to heat it up. There's this lunch. This is the snack. This is what time to do this. this, is, this is, I get the whole the whole. No, breakdown. man, I had a blast. You <laughs> know, I think
1: the, the key... Here's the key. Key. I'll, I'll, I figured. I, I don't know if I figured this out, but I feel like this is the key. The key with little kids, Justin. I think he he might have taught me this. I heard him say this once. Is you get him really tired, you exhaust the hell out of them. <laughs> yeah, 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 man. That's the outside, key. outside. Like yeah. run him. So out, I came up with this game. that Sun's draining. Too. Yeah. Oh, great. bro. Yeah. So my three year old is. uh I mean, he's just he's got so much energy. So we came up with this game. We have this long like hallway area where he runs as fast as he can, and I. You know, I'm forty five. I ain't running after my three year old. So the game is I'm like, how do I how do I hack this? The game is I'm a zombie, so I go hella slow. Right? So I don't have to like yeah, exert yeah, much yeah. energy. Yeah. He runs away and he turns around and runs by me. And I pretend to grab him and miss, yeah. and it's over and over. So I take a, I take maybe three steps mm-hmm. yeah. every time he does that, yeah. and he goes back and just laps and back and forth. And yeah, back yes. and forth <laughs> now you figured back. it out, man. Until that's... he's, like you know, doing this, yeah, and then yeah. he goes, "Can we, can we go play garbage trucks?" And I'm like, sure, because I was yeah. tired. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, it's the key right there. No, that's get uh, him tired. I, I seriously think that was like one of my favorite things about living out by the ocean was the beach, bro. Yeah. The, getting them out in the sun yep. and the yeah. and the sand is so hard for their little feet to walk in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so they can't, can't, push they push can't even go, go that fast. We're you know already balanced, So yeah, yeah. You can, they can run as fast as they want. They ain't moving very quick. You, yeah, push them over a little bit, dude. Oh <laughs> yeah, Have yeah the struggle getting exhausting. They just <laughs> dig a hole for hours. Yes, hours. I think the hole. I think the beach is the greatest yeah. kid hack ever. <laughs> it is. They can't. There's, their little legs and feet can't move very fast in that sand. <laughs> They're not getting away. Yeah. So you could sit, I'll sit there, crack a beer, put my music on, so I that. bury them. Throw the ball like throw the ball like ten yards. You say it takes them fifteen minutes just to go get it. Struggling. It's <laughs> so true, bro. It's so true. And they feel just, so man. good. Afterwards. Oh yeah. By one o'clock, he's like, I'm done. Oh man. dude, yeah, I, I put my it, kid.
1: Just I put my kid to bed and just laid him down. Five minutes, yeah. he
3: was out. Oh, I was like, This uh, is. I, I'm like, Go find like sand crabs. Get me like twenty sand crabs, and it'd take them forever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, this will keep busy. It was yeah. a good time,
1: but it's nice. I got to spend great time. and Then my little, my little daughter. At one point, my son was. I so my son is like. Into, I told you guys, he's in the garbage trucks. So he has five now, five big-ass garbage trucks, and he loves them. And it's like a team. He lines them up. Mm-hmm. So he'll play in his room by himself for a good 20 to 30 minutes, which isn't bad for a three-year-old to play by himself. So being be in there by himself. I woke up my, 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 one, my 15-month-old from her nap, brought her downstairs, and Jessica's always saying to me, she's always saying, just try to sit still because I don't do that very well either. So just try to sit still. So I said, you know, I'm going to do that. So I took my daughter. We sat down in the chair, and it's like a little rocking chair, so it kind of does this a little bit. And we just sat there for 20 minutes. And for 20 minutes, she just sat there. And every once in a while, she'd look up at me and then look straight ahead. I'm oh, like, those this are the best moments. So nice. nice. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't best. know you could do that. <laughs> I thought I <laughs> yeah. had to like, keep her like, you know I mean? <laughs> entertained, you know? Yeah, just chill. <laughs> I could like, yeah. I I almost close my eyes yeah. here. She'll be fine.
3: <laughs> dude, dude, it's not funny. It was pretty cool. I, this is the first time. So we had uh, Ethan stay at the house by himself. Oh yeah, I meant to. Ask oh you wow, it was yeah. It, it, how, for dude, how he's, long? He's thirteen. I mean, he's almost fourteen. He's um, he stayed just one night overnight, <gasps> uh, all by himself at the what? house, and um, and it it's so funny because um, you mean you spent the night somewhere else? We were we were the we sanctuary, and um, that this was like a makeup thing for uh, Valentine's. Like mm. we were like trying to do something for that, so we just decided to go. And normally, like the kids, like we can easily pawn them off on like one of their friends or somebody or my mm. parents or whoever. And, and Ethan was just begging him, please. Like, I just want to stay at the house. Like all my friends are busy doing stuff. I just want to, you know, do my thing and, uh, just hang out. And he's, he's really creative with what he makes. Like he made himself like this crazy, like full on dinner. Like he, he sauteed stuff. He's, are you he's kidding cracking me? eggs? He's scrambling. <sighs> he's, He's, like, making – I don't know. That's he, so great. It's great. Like, I, it's totally not me. You know, it's, like, <laughs> 100% like Courtney. But he's, like, really into um, experimenting in the kitchen and, like, making all these things. And so he's, like, taking pictures and showing us all these, like, extravagant meals he's making for himself <laughs> and, you know, doing his thing. Uh, of course, the one snafu is, like, he he wakes up in the morning. He had a, a tick uh, because the dog's, like – so – the Mariner goes out. He always has ticks on him, and we're just constantly pulling them off. It, it's really bad. Like it's got worse since I've lived there, and we're trying to figure it out. Like, how the hell can we get rid really, really of? Uh, is
2: there? I think there is there like a Did they exterminate that? What do you do? I think there's actually Does a, a, a pill, pill or a shampoo they could take that would it, repel the ticks to where they don't want to get into. I yeah, think.
3: there's there's some of that from. Yeah, we go to the vet and and they could take they could take medication where they don't like pick them up quite as much. Yeah. Um, but it's still happening. And, um, he, so he woke up, he had one lip bit him right in the belly button. And so oh, he's no. like freaking out <laughs> We're like, it's all right. Just take, you know, the tweezers. And so he got, got it before the head buried itself in. And so he was, he's oh, yeah. fine. If you get it like right away, like, yeah, yeah. have you ever really gotten bit to worry by one? about? Yeah. Did you, ever, did you ever, did you ever see, did you get the bullseye on it? Uh, no, I never got that thankfully. Cause that, that's like. One of those where you're like, you got to go get tested. So I know
1: somebody, uh, I'll just say that, but I'll, I know somebody who got bit by a tick, got the bullseye and years later, talk, told me about it. And I said, you know, that that means that you might've gotten Lyme or got tested mm-hmm. and they don't have Lyme, but they had it, their body fought it off. Did you wow. know that?
2: Oh, wow. Did you know you could get tested
1: and they could see that? Oh, at one point, it looks like your body fought it off. Oh, Uh, wow. I didn't know that. No, I didn't know that either. I have, there's someone close, not close to me, but someone who's related to me who has Lyme. I don't, do you guys know anybody with Lyme?
2: I mean, I've I cl- I I had it before, but. bro. The side yeah. of the, the symptoms. Oh, are, yeah. Like, we'd yeah, have to train. Crazy. Like, there'd, be, there'd be times she'd yeah, come in, and tough. then, like, m- m- all of a sudden, and she looked normal. And then mid session, she looked like super just fatigued and, like, like you need to lay down. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I got to stop So right I
1: know now. somebody who, I, I think I told you guys, she it made her depressed, anxious, and
3: then ravenous hunger
2: yeah yeah could like she never could get full
3: and they just like bombard them with antibiotics and that's it right that's like the only she, protocol nothing
1: she did could would work on her and but ravenous hunger to the point where she said she said sal she goes it's not like when you're starving she's like it's like a hunger i've never can't had before full. and can't i get can't full. Un- fill unquenchable my, yeah. Yeah. yeah and i can't get full
2: yeah, yeah. Hmm. oh she's described that to that me too sucks, oh really yeah, yeah, yeah that's weird yeah same thing that's weird it is weird huh yeah hey speaking of food you guys see uh, Japan's Uber Eats? I don't know what they're—it's called, huh. but they—they're going to be the first to introduce the AI, A, A, AI robots mm-hmm. to to bring it to you. Really? Pull it up. Go go. Uh, Japan Uber eats robots. So you order it, and then a robot brings you the food. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if I understood it correctly, that's what it is. They're so already they're, doing that on campuses and
1: stuff. That's, I told you. Well, that's point. where like yeah, think, yeah, but, like yeah.
2: drives up. To I think place? so. Yeah, I think that's how. I, yeah, I think it's all what the heck. Yeah, autonomous, right? So there's no no humans involved. And then you
1: have to have a code or something, probably. to
2: I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't know the logistics of how the how the c- customer buys or what that. I just saw the article. Oh, cool. And, yeah i've seen that i've seen these at the kind of looks like that little uh, uh that little car in star wars yeah that's you know what i'm talking about just uh-huh.
3: yeah yeah wow. that, that looks like a like a um a cooler or something that's just got wheels here's
1: my here's what i so i just foresee drones and vehicles like that getting hijacked like crazy by people they will
4: well that's why it works in japan nobody yeah. would do that there. they're
1: crying they're so low yeah like you imagine that in San Francisco, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Good yeah, luck with that yeah, one. Yeah, come on. <laughs> I mean,
2: there. I bet in a lot of a lot of cities though, it would work fine. Obviously, not in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know where it's it riddled. But I bet like small town places. Mm. where everybody knows everybody like you you like if i feel like you sure you know i'm saying you're in a small like i grew up in a small town where if like if somebody was jacking the uber eats we'd figure out who it was (laughs) the the town would figure it out you know i'm saying
3: there's uh the 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 drone delivery thing's getting pretty close too oh yeah i saw i don't know if it's true or not because it was uh it was a picture but um it was amazon had a blimp and then they were like sending off drones yes from the blimp yes okay Yes. Yeah, because I was like, oh, that would make sense. We're almost be sort of the hub up there.
1: So when I order on Amazon, oftentimes yeah. I could get, I could order something today and get it overnight. In other words, it'll be here like at midnight or something. They'll drop it off at my door. We're almost, we're getting close to the point where you'll we'll buy something and within two hours, it'll just fly it to your house. Isn't
2: that, doesn't that just scream what a problem we have?
3: Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: Like and 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 how affect? Remember we talked about this. Was it on air when we talked about the whole single button thing? And you were talking about how? Yeah, yeah, did? we did. That yeah. was how on much air. of an impact. That oh. made? and that the the fact that something instead of two days getting to you could be within two hours could probably make a difference of maybe millions or mm-hmm. billions of dollars for for Amazon. That's just wild to me. It just shows wild. you how much we just impulse buy. Yes, you know, just so. totally
1: completely driven by impulse. Because yeah. like, what would you need from Amazon that you
3: would need? Dude, in Amazon's hour. interesting to me though. Doesn't it seem like the quality's gone way down because they're out competing a lot of these? They're, they're basically cloning a lot of products. Yeah, it, it just seems like you're getting shitty products versions now. of it. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, you still. You, I mean, you could still find quality. I mean, it doesn't price. in a
2: in a in a in a crazy environment as far economic environment that we're in right now. It doesn't matter because people need to save the money. Yeah. So it's like yeah. I think I think you would probably get. More people than not would say, "Hey, I'll take a, a cheaper, crappier version um, for a fraction of the price than better quality for having to pay ten times the price." Yeah,
1: my cousin um, was saying, just speaking of uh, along these lines, because I know when I when I order like DoorDash or Uber Eats or whatever, it, typically somebody where English is their second language, so it's giving them an opportunity, right? It's a job; they're making money. I like it. Uh, I give you know give them a nice tip if they do a good job. The whole deal, but that's going to be gone. That job will be gone very soon, very soon. It's going to be automated cars and that's not going to exist. And I was talking to my cousin about this and he says, it's really crazy. Uh, He's in the tech space. He goes, all the white collar jobs are getting replaced. He goes, I know he goes, and now, and he also works with managing people's money. He says, I have plumbers now that are making more than lawyers that I, that I work with. Yeah, we
2: predicted that. Remember, mm-hmm. we said that. We said the, the plumbers, electricians, episodes, like, yeah. <laughs> you, you know, speaking so of, like, accurate. those type of jobs, like, I was thinking of the contractors. I sent over to you guys. I think Justin said he saw. I don't know if you saw it or not, but we are and we've been on this, like, kick talking about uh, AR, VR, yeah. like, competitions with that, and the AR for... Um, for uh, contractors, I thought mm-hmm. was so cool. Oh, I saw yeah, that. Yeah. So cool. I showed my dad. Re-
1: really smart. So that my dad's is- worked in construction his entire life and I showed him that and he was blown away. Yes. So literally what it is is you, you, you walk through the 3D. You wear point. the AR, you go up to a, what's that thing called? Uh, QR code. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you get the QR code and then it the, pulls up the plans as if the building there. is as in as front as of you. Yeah, you're yes. walking inside it now. So yes. now you can see where the two by fours go, yeah. where the wiring
2: <laughs> go and you could just place Brilliant! I he mean, is. so brilliant that you could be somebody who doesn't have the skill that well. And you, can, I mean, imagine somebody like like imagine like I'm, you and I, right? Yeah. Definitely, can, yeah. like can barely no. do anything, right? Yeah. Barely in a light bulb. Yeah. But imagine if we had these goggles and you wanted to build a you know a shed, sh- a shed in yeah. your backyard. Like I would do it now. Yep. If I had something where like I could put it on there, and it's like, and it has oh two by four, the two everything all organized sure. virtually for you like that. Where I don't know if I'd still do it. But yeah.
3: <laughs> anyway. you right, know, it's funny you mean. say that. That's such it still the requires next step. me to, to, to <laughs> is, do it. Yeah. That
2: is though. Like, how it's going to be like that.
3: I was because I was kind of like laughing to myself because um, uh, Courtney's trying really hard to be this like handy like. Um, Uh, like fix things up around the house and like do these things. Like she's, she's trying to step into your turn. Right. And and so (laughs) I'm like, okay, like this is fun to watch. Uh, (laughs) And, (laughs) but it's like, you know, sometimes it works out, but she's been just using YouTube, you know? And and I'm like, of course,
5: you know, they're kind of
3: walking (laughs) them through, but then it doesn't always like work out the way you hope. And then if you don't know how to troubleshoot, it's, you're kind of fucked, you know, at a certain point. But, um, I was like, wow, this got her a lot further uh, from having no experience. Oh, I mean, that's how I like do everything. But now you get the <laughs> it's AR. It's gonna bro. be, it's gonna be I YouTube like, everything, bro. I
2: YouTube everything, and yeah. that's that. This is the next level to that. It's yeah. like not now. There'll yeah, you be just like put them on. I'll show you. Yeah, there'll be an AR version of that. You imagine that be, you
1: put the piece of wood in front, and the IR will show you cut here. Yes,
2: measure here. Here's where the screw goes. Exactly. I know. I mean it's that I mean yeah. it might get someone like me to do that. Yeah. <laughs> if it was that it was that bulletproof so, I would probably do it. You know
1: what Jessica does? Yeah. Is she doesn't do the 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 handy stuff, but she <laughs> the way she gets me to do it is she starts <laughs> She it. starts it, yeah. So, like, yeah. something will come in, she'll order something. The, yeah, she'll the, order something. The damsel in distress? No, no. This is what she does. She'll order something from Amazon <laughs> yeah. that needs to be put together. Yeah. And I am and I look at it and be like, I'll, you know, I'll do it maybe tomorrow, the day after, whatever. That's she'll good. open it and do, like, the first three steps and then leave it. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, okay, I guess I got to put it's it together smart, now. Yeah. It's yeah. such a girl yeah. hack, I think. Totally. I know. No, sure. I'm terrible at yeah. that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Anyway, I... Uh, um, I Found some interesting studies on red light therapy and eyesight. So, you know, we have the Juve light. Yeah. And it's bright red light. And sometimes people are like, should I look at it? Do I not look at you it? Do I block goggles. my eyes? Yeah. I
2: asked about it. It's good for your eyes. It's, it it's, is. it's yes. yes. It's actually good for your Bro, eyes. Bro, I
1: pulled up studies on, I mean, there's lots of studies yeah. on red light therapy. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read some to you. And your eyes.
3: So doesn't, ch- it, doesn't it seem like, like that's the, that can't be the case because any other light that you just stare directly into <laughs> yeah. is not
1: going to be helpful.
3: Well, I think if you
1: close but, your eyes, you're still going to get, because your eyelids are so eyelids. thin, yeah, yeah. you're still going to get, so the brightness might be an issue. Right. But if you close your eyes and stand in front of it, you're going to get uh, improvements. And it says here, studies have shown that it helps with retinal inflammation, diabetic retinopathy, so people who have diabetes-induced inflammation of the retinal vessels it down regulates the expression of genes and fibroblast cells that are responsible for cell death stress response and it boosts nitric oxide and then it's also been shown i found a study that showed that it helped with nearsightedness really people actually improved their vision that's hmm, wild by using uh red li- it helps with eye floaters do you guys have eye floaters you ever do that you used- sometimes yeah or eye floaters up. You know, when you close your eyes or whatever, and you, it looks like, or you're looking
3: at something. It looks like something's just floating something like around. Shell from the back of your eye socket. You never that, seen that? Like, the little squigglies? comes. No, don't you don't have those? So. No, I don't think so. You never had them? Really? Of those? Really? Not that I'm. Not that
2: I'm they look like with.
3: little parasites just floating around. It's like you know, <laughs> you're scary <laughs> <Yeah>. You <laughs> never <laughs> had that? We look at yeah. something
1: bright, and it looks like something's going, yeah, it's kind just, of floating by. No.
3: Anyway, uh, Ethan has those recently. He hit his, uh, I think he hit his head, and it. You know. Anyway, they checked him out. And he's okay, oh, but
1: yeah. Yeah. Well anyway, it's got a lot of uh helps with lazy eye. I don't know that. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, yeah. I mean it's wild. I mean I, I mean it makes sense, right? If it boosts yeah, if it helps health. mitochondrial Which, health, yeah. Then the hub anywhere. Of all cells. Cells yeah. are
2: in your, we're all made up of cells. Yeah. That's why it's like kind of obvious, right? It's like it's pretty much good for everything. Yeah. So yeah.
1: it's so I'm so I've noticed myself my eyesight's starting to slowly get a little uh, worse. Yeah. Like if Same. I look at my phone or something up close for too long and then I look up, it takes me a second to adjust
3: or like my ability to switch from dark to bright takes a yeah. second to adjust. Dude, reading anything for me that's like a, more than an arm length distance away. Really? <laughs> like this <is> not good. <laughs> so it's I'm all blurry.
1: I'm pretty good typically with things that are far away cuz I got LASIK eye surgery like 20 years ago and it's it's still stuck. But now I'm noticing things up close. I used to be super good with mm. things up close. Now I'm doing this thing. I might at like, be the
3: dork that starts wearing glasses yeah I'm too scared of lasers they make glasses cool eyes. I remember
1: when I wanted to wear glasses yeah. at that point yeah. glasses are cool you now. still call people glasses dorks <laughs> <laughs> you're
2: freaking <laughs> like nerd such a bully <laughs> bro eyes. Like they're, they're, they're fa- bro it's like fashionable to wear glasses not even need them these days people wear them all the time all the time prescription glasses. all lenses. the time they don't even need nothing they're just yeah but just I'm not like glass. a poser you know what I mean? yeah, yeah like no you need them so well yeah, if you need them it's, it's, yeah I do need them hey why
1: don't you go old school and get a monocle
2: you like the big Get, get the get the thick ones you know the big old yeah thick I'm, I'm, ones. i would do buddy holly you know those style big old or like those, those are coming
1: back who yeah, are those uh, who back. are those hockey brothers there's like a picture of them uh, like all uh, beat up and uh, shit they uh, wore the that yeah that's yeah. the only time
3: i think i've
2: seen they make they yeah, make cool. like some tom fords that are like that that are like real thick yeah. old school looking ones like oh that. dude i did
1: a uh <clears throat> i did another i don't know if you i guess you call it a tweet still even though it's called x not twitter i did a a tweet that uh was very controversial again I,
2: I, I didn't realize. Bro, what'd you do this time? So, you Guns know. Guns and I, Babies is a no no. We figured huh? that one out. Guns and Babies is yeah, a no no. Yeah, cleaning my gun <laughs> with my
1: son in my lap. That apparently triggered a bunch of people. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. Right. Yeah. Um, so, what, here's what I wrote. <laughs> now that I, now I'm going to read it, now it sounds pretty bad. But here's what I wrote. Now, what I did is I, did, I, I post in ghost. I don't even read comments That's anymore. That's
2: a good idea. And I leave.
1: Yeah. So, I come back. It's like crop dusting. only move the. Exactly what it is. It's like crop dusting. There you go. Yeah, fart, yeah. fart, and walk away. It's not dude. for everybody. So what? I came, <laughs> Some people
3: enjoy it. I <laughs> came <laughs> back.
1: <laughs> listen, I came back like hours later. Thirty thousand views. Whoa. Like a ninety, like a bunch of shares, and a lot of people were like pissed off. So here's what I wrote. Okay. <laughs> hear it. It says, and now this is not. All right, I'm not going to defend it. I'm just going to say it. The, the, it literally says tattoos and body modifications are an oh. easy way to tell oh, wow. if someone has experienced a lot of trauma. Oh, wow. And it, now I'm, I'm not judging anything. I didn't oh, say it was good oh. or bad yeah, yeah, or yeah, anything yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Oh, boy. Of course people get really mad. And and I was referring to data. I had just read some study on uh, the reason why I posted it is I read this article on body modifications. By the way, mm-hmm. there's a spectrum. So if you're, like, one tattoo versus, like, covered in them or, you know, whatever. By the way, also, here's what I love. Defensive people are so ridiculous. <laughs> I trigger people. This is the comment they put. Yeah, but so is being obsessed about the gym. Like, yes. Yes. Yeah, that, also, it, it that also shows, shows that you also probably doing some trouble. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, so is steroids. Yeah, yeah. Body modifications, that, that yeah. also encompasses people that do extreme things to their body, including yeah. taking performance yeah. enhancing drugs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That all qualifies. But <laughs> yeah. it's a spectrum. It's definitely, and, and the, the data shows that the more you're on this side, mm-hmm. the more likely you probably
2: yeah. have These nipple piercings trauma. are just fun. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, and the key that that, the, the most important part A couple people are like, what
1: about your co-host? I'm like, ask them yourself. They'll <laughs> <Yeah>. tell
2: you. <laughs> yeah.
3: You have yeah. deny any anybody yeah. 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 trauma? <laughs> trauma Trauma city. <laughs> Trauma city <laughs> yeah. over here on my ribs, yeah, yeah, yeah. dude. But yeah, people got really. It's mad a real deal. there's some cathartic about the pain too. That's all yes, part of the process, yes. right? It's like, yeah, you kind of are drawn to that. And it's, football, same thing. Heavy metal, like there's all of that is is some kind of angst that I. I, I mean, have I'm not. I'm not denying that, I have. that there's
2: probably some subconscious, deep-rooted, traumatic reasoning behind all of mine. But I, for me, it was like cool. Like yes, you know, yeah. sleeve tattoos became a cool thing the <laughs> I didn't do it for as long as I did because I wasn't sure if I was going to be employed by somebody else or when, <laughs> yeah. when I made a lot of money, I had enough money that I could afford to have a tattoo artist come to my house every single day for an entire yeah. year in my house. Is that what a, you did? It one, was a dash- big flex. It was yeah. like a flex for me. I don't know if somebody like came to your house. Every day for every Sunday, we had, we watched, we had, I had them all day at my house. And if I wasn't getting tatted, one of my friends were getting wow, tatted so for awesome. a whole year. And we, watched, we had football running. We weren't wow. friends and I, I would have been over. Yeah. Course, that was yeah. the wow. scene. So for me, it was like this big flex. Well, what it was about. Well, so the thing about, This is
1: because it wasn't a judgment. I didn't say it's good or bad. Um, But here's here's the thing about trauma, which is true. By the way, there's big trauma, little trauma. Everybody's had some, you know, one or the other or both or whatever. But the the truth is trauma also can lead to, to tremendous growth. Some of the most growth minded, wise people you'll ever find are people who experienced, for sure, the most trauma. So it's not a judge. It wasn't a judgment. It didn't that, mean to be a judgment. I mean,
2: I think I think it's funny for someone to get defensive about that they've been through a lot. I, I wear it as a badge of honor, dude. Yeah. It's like yeah. yeah, I went through a bunch of shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I don't. I think the idea to get uh, defensive about that is 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 yeah. interesting. To me that means that you it's probably rebellious,
3: you know, that yeah. was definitely a part of my motivation. Mm-hmm. It was just like, I just didn't get it, you know, that people had issues with it. Uh, you know, so there's that, but yeah. But
1: again, also under body modifications is the category of people who do extreme things to their bodies with that don't have nothing to do with tattoos like working out like crazy, taking tons of supplements, being on steroids, yeah. like all the, you know, all the stuff that we see in our space also yeah. tied Trauma. Yeah. But once, wonder-
3: once Dashboard Confessional, I saw you know those guys come out. I was like, I'm done getting tattoos. Oh, <laughs> yeah, ruined it for me. Yeah, why? Yeah. Cause dude, they're just playing like this like sappy, lame love pop songs
2: <laughs> with like fully tatted neck oh, tats and everything. <laughs> and I was just like. It's come full circle gonna, now, right? Like now, yeah. like, well, like your kids, you guys. The, is it because uh, you're you're getting close to that age where people probably? I wonder talk if it's about, not popular anymore. Yeah, I don't think it's popular to get tatted up anymore, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, kind of. Once we did the whole face thing, kind of <laughs> that was like the full they extreme. went too far. Yeah, you know. and then now it's kind of going back the other way, where it's like a cool flex mm-hmm. to not have tattoos. I think. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know.
3: All, all the mumble rappers ruined it, I
2: guess. Maybe. I
1: know. You know, yeah. speaking of uh, uh, stuff like this and image and all that stuff, you made a comment the other day with our editors. They now put your thumbnail picture of you on a couple of our videos. Just to test it, <laughs> we got to look and see what the performance looks yeah, like. Just so Justin made a comment. What was his uh, comment? You're like, oh, I see. You never put my face on the thumbnail. Yeah, but like, hey, you, you know, what's
2: well pictures always, about? At least why, <laughs> he always, always got he's farting. That's why I'm saying he's always got weird. Yeah, not, yeah. no, and you just you need a pose for the camera for a while. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Again, one one of the uh the the drawbacks is sitting on this side apparently. Yeah, bad lighting. Yeah, yeah I don't Over and and bad. looking. I don't look this way. I'm looking well, this way. I'm looking
1: at the one, the latest so, one with yeah, your face your on camera, it. This is your camera. And it's right crushing. It. They don't want to like flip it.
3: You this know? is your camera. No, that's right you here, right bro. there, bro. This is hey you. guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. See? yeah. I don't know. I yep. guess um, whatever excuse they're throwing you out fa- you now, a, they're like, you "Oh face no, radio. let's let's put them out <laughs> there." <No>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they know that Adam and I are insecure. You know what I <laughs> mean? No, just, they know I don't care. So we got to like, you ah. got to split
1: the time between Adam and Simon. No, it's I'm, com- hey, as I'm as convinced I'm
2: convinced has nothing to do with the looks and everything to do with like liked or hated. And since since these platforms um, are built on controversy, sure. having one of our l- yeah. hated faces is freaking <laughs> a, a better contra- Controversial
3: pull. Yes.
2: Yeah. You'll get you'll get the ones that Team support Adam. like South. Team out oh, 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 Team South. Yeah. 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 Everybody's like, Justin? Yeah. Everybody likes yeah. yeah. Justin. Yeah, cool. it was yeah. all neutral. Like oh. I had to say. Yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> over
3: here like Dr.
1: Pepper. No, like, no, like, no dude. your pizza. Yeah. Get out of here. get out of here. I was gonna ask your opinion, Justin. Uh you watched I sent you that spiritual leader girl, Teal Swan.
3: Yeah. Well, the you watched a documentary on yeah, her? Yeah, you want me to do a little investigation? Okay, so
1: and, I've yeah. seen her clips on uh, you know, on social media. And she sounds- She's a
3: huge
1: following. She like sounds of brilliant on some of her stuff. Some of her stuff, I heard her talk about- She's like, what I,
2: from the little bit, and I want to hear your opinion, because you actually did a deep dive. But it, from the outside looking in, she's like a smart, good-looking twin flames. Mm-hmm. Oh. That's the vibe I got. She's good, I got the sm- She's smart, good looking twin fames, planes because those guys I can't believe those guys had the, yeah. success She's on the spiritualism She's kind of man. realm. That's where- what I said smart, good looking, oh, a right. smart, good looking oh, version she- of them. Oh, yeah, you're right. you, you got yeah.
3: Deepak Chopra, you got like a lot of these, um, sort of uh, people that are they're speaking a lot of spiritualism, so like there's kind of people that float on the fringe of like, I don't want to be part of an organized religion, but uh, I like.
2: They play all the religion. They, do yeah, all, they like play the by universe, all the religion bl- uh, bl- um, playbook, you know.
3: Right. And so what was interesting is because you even mentioned like her, her past story of like trauma and everything was like kind of the compelling.
2: It's not just that. piece,
1: right? It's, it's is- not just that. So this is what blew me. My- so I've seen her clips and I've watched them and listened to them. And these are short clips. And a lot of what she said, I'm like, wow, that's, incredibly insightful that sounds very wise like it's right. very interesting and so then i saw i don't remember where i saw this but i saw the story on her in the was it the 80s I mean, it might have been the 80s or 90s there was this like string there was this hype and hysteria around satanic cults
3: yeah she L- was it was Lyrious social contagion
1: yes she was one of the children who apparently talked to this therapist that the therapist there was this famous therapist that came out that said all these kids were ritualistically abused by satanic cults. Mm-hmm. She was one of them. Mm-hmm. And now
3: she's the spiritual leader. Yeah. Like, and she
1: still talks about it. How she survived well, allegedly. Yes. Uh, yes.
3: Because there's no proof. Right. And so this is where you kind of get into the oh, well what 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 did she say that's really like legitimately real and what's not real. <sighs> it's it's tough to decipher. And and so you start kind of like getting examples of that when people question her. And well I'm glad so I, I did do some I guess I I, I picked diligence. up on, on some of her content that was like the fringe stu- or the, uh, the readily accessible stuff that like does, she sounds very articulate and, mm-hmm. and, and has really good points that, that she brings up to kind of help people find their authentic self. And, you know, it's all like real big, like self-empowerment, self-reflection, like face your trauma kind of stuff. Right. Which is, is a lot of, uh, that whole sphere. They all deal with that. Uh, But, I mean, she doesn't have, like, a psychological background in any kind of, like, education. No, no formal education. No formal education. Uh, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of trauma and abuse and things. Like, she's gone up and, like, sort of self-taught how to overcome these things and is trying to kind of convey that to... But she's got, like... These desperate people. Followers. Like, really, like, entrenched followers. Like, very, like... Because... I mean, they all it it becomes like it's 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 a welcoming place of family and so this is where this is where like the culty stuff like
2: it, community self awareness self improvement you do that formula right there. Yeah. I don't care if you're religious, non-religious, what it is, and you're going to get results. People are people suffering. That, people that de- decide that, that uh, they have trauma issues and they decide to wake up, first of all, self-awareness, and then they decided to put the work in, mm-hmm. improve themselves, mm-hmm. will see positive results. And then if you pair that with a community yeah. of other people that are going through it too- Yeah, in, good formula. You, yeah. If that's
3: all I saw, I'd be like applauding, and I'd be like, you know, yes, great, like because you're leading people towards- um, you know, self-empowerment and being able to kind of tackle a lot of these things. But then you, you watch like this documentary, The Deep End, I believe it's called, and uh, they get into the inner circle part of it. So she does retreats and the things where they spend like a couple grand to to go to these retreats. Uh, and it's it's more intensive, right? And so get, this gets into the dealing with the the facing the trauma stuff. And so to to be able to uh, face it, I mean, there's there was some real controversial th- techniques and things used uh, that I observed. Uh, you know, like it, I guess what do you call it? Do you call it waterboarding when somebody holds you down in the water? They come back up to get a breath, and you push oh, them back wow. down. Yeah, something yeah, like that. They they, they waterboard this poor lady who. Uh, and, and again this is kind of where uh, you you go look and, and see how much of this was um you know portrayed in a certain way because of the person editing it mm. uh so there was like parts that were filmed earlier that they kind of smashed in to make it look a little bit more intense but still happened okay this still happened this this, this poor lady was was questioning her and she was just like you know had had issues with the fact that she, she's not getting better. These, none of this is making her a better person. Like she's, she's just getting further down the spiral of her depression and, and suicidal thoughts. And it's just, it's getting worse. And so in her response and reaction to that was horrendous, like right. literally gave her nothing uh, in terms of like good advice after that and waited right. her out and then took her through this <coughs> intensive, like waterboarding treatment to then finally get her to submit to her, um, you know, her method methodology. And like, so anyway, it it just, you started to see signs of anybody that had any kind of question of, uh, her, who, who would be a figure of somebody who she looks at as another authority that is like somebody is her mentor. Why do I need a mentor? You know, it's it's just like, it's a self assumed divinity. Like you start really getting into it and it's like this, like she has the answer for everything until she doesn't, and then it's all fucked. Interesting. Yeah,
1: yeah. Because like I said, I saw her clips. I'm like, whoa, this is yeah. interesting. And I'm like, I'm going to send it to the best cult- but buyer beware, dude. <laughs> the best cult sleuth I've ever you know heard. I mean? <laughs> 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 well, also Zip she's been out.
3: married five times, and, they, That's and they've all ended like, her, like really. Yes. Yeah, so it's like, oh, and, wow. and then but just quick to dole out advice, and then also, I mean, she's removing people from their families, like in the inner circle part of it. So it's like.
2: At what, at what? How many times are you allowed to be married before that's like a massive red flag? Oh, God. like what do you get? You get a you get one mulligan. I feel like everybody deserves one mulligan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody deserves. I think. Like you, a, I don't oh, know. I was bro. really young. I'm not. I didn't know what I'm doing. Okay, mulligan one. That's fine. Two, three. When when is it like you got a huge problem? Uh, hey man, it's probably you. Well, yeah. There's one common denominator. Yeah, here. <laughs> you are the only common denominator. in This situation. I would say yeah. probably three. If, yeah, I feel like three is yeah, really. If yeah. you
1: get married a third, like if you get divorced three times, like all right, you probably yeah. Especially if it's in, as you, cause like, I mean, even two times would be tough,
2: especially depending on how old you are too. Right. Like if you're getting, if you're still getting divorced into your late thirties, forties into fifties, like, man, you've got some serious shit you got to deal yeah. with. Like mm-hmm. that you can't,
1: even if it just means that your problem is you've just picked the wrong person. Maybe maybe you're not doing anything wrong, other than allowing yourself to be with people who treat you right. Right, you're attracting up. the wrong the
2: wrong yeah. person for you. And stuff do you
1: know like what's the most? Do you guys know anybody who's been married like tons of times? Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: my dad, dude, my stepdad has been How married. He's, he's five, five he, times. Yeah, he's five. Right. Let me let me do the... Hold on. Yeah, yeah, he's he's on number five, not number five. Yeah, yeah, that's the most I know. Yeah, I
1: know
4: someone has been yeah, married yeah. five times. Should <laughs> mm-hmm. so I call a glutton for punishment? Yeah, yeah I
2: feel like too, after right a right certain on. point, I would. Be, I mean, my like mom's a, on my, like my a, mom's on three. My stepdad's five. I mean, that's like. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's like you, I would. I would. You're not very good after, at this. Yeah, <laughs> I told Jessica like we
1: don't work. Like I'll never get married. Like why would you keep? I would. That?
2: Yeah, I think I feel like that too. I feel like why? Why at that point? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like why would why why do that if you're already messing up that many times? I become
1: a monk or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, just go in the that. opposite direction. You got about that, completely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. It's a
2: little too far yeah.
3: That. So anyway, like I, I, I'm, she's in the wellness space. Like technically, and is like people are fanatically following her. I will so I saw. I'm our, sure I'm gonna get hate for even bringing this up. But of course you will. It's just Somebody's, like it's a reality. You like, drank the Kool Aid already? Yeah, I definitely not drink not. the Kool Aid. You have to
1: be careful with this kind of stuff. But you know, you know, here's the thing though that I've noticed with a lot of these very popular people i felt like this about um i can't believe i forgot his name most googled man ever
3: oh andrew tate
1: okay this is how i felt about andrew tate as well same uh is that that they can say a lot of things that are true yeah so people get mad because they're like, "Oh, but this is true and this is true," and they did this. Yeah, good we're thing. not
3: discounting that.
2: Yes, the most and they're going to end up helping a lot of people. Because yes. Of that's so why the most get, effective yeah, people. That's why they're so entrenched. That's
1: right. right. In, in these situations, yeah, yeah, are yeah. they have a lot of truth? That's one of the reasons why they get so popular. Yeah, yeah. No, there's no doubt. They resonate. Yeah. You know. No, no, I agree. Yeah. Speaking agree. of resonating, Justin, the uh, Cmax Solanc, uh peptide combo. Amazing, right? Wow. Wow. It's, it's
3: my it's my jam. Wow. I've been on it for oh. the last
1: I don't know two months. So you did C Max. Yes. Okay. Celank is another one that is so C Max has uh properties that are more um wakefulness. So that, like wake you up. Okay. Celank has more enzyolytic effects, kind of anxiety reducing. Mm-hmm. Both nootropics. And you combo. Mm-hmm. You can combo them or alternate days, but uh, it is, uh, I mean... Nasal also or yeah, nasal also? They're both nasal sprays. Yeah. It's like a... Salenque is like a very calm, feel-good... Uh, could, you guys both got it, but I didn't
3: get it, huh? Yeah. Well, well, yeah we, to, we requested you it. You, you talk to people, Do ah, Yeah. Yeah. see uh, nice you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. yeah and the Dihexa. I mean, I don't know. It's like it's... I've been trying to find that right combo, especially like for cognitive boost because and just you know memory recall but this has been as close as i've got so far yeah you is, oh so that, those, those three, three together yeah that's so, it that's it um, yeah
1: I, yeah if you're if you're interested to go to mphormones.com and they'll they'll set you up and you know see speaking what it looks of like. cognitive
2: stuff did you see that the the official uh first neuralink procedure has gone through and the and the person's already like pull up Doug, the first we did? yeah yeah wow. it's already it's already gone through so was
3: this a uh, somebody who's or I remember they were going in that direction first, I thought. Uh, somebody who...
2: So first Neuralink patient who had a chip implanted in their brain a few weeks ago it's made a like full long, long recovery long. and can now control computer mouse using only their thoughts.
1: What?
3: Yeah. This sounds like a movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we're helping Dude, we're someone. straight cyborgs now. This,
1: was it wasn't Lawnmower Man like that? Wasn't he like a dude that Ooh, went to the an computer oh, and then he became evil and like tried to like? God, that's dude, that's a one. horror movie, right? Yeah, 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 that's an old one. Yeah, Trying to remember, wasn't that? So sounds like a movie. That's like
2: late eighties, early nineties. <laughs> no, a, yes, yes, that's nineties mm-hmm. yeah, at the 90s. at the latest. Yeah. Doug, look
1: yeah. up Lawnmower Man. Let's see what the the plot is. I feel like he was a dude that who was, was the main. character Wasn't he
2: paralyzed? And then is he that Johnny and, Depp. Who's the main guy? Who's the main guy in Val Kilmer,
4: man? Oh, I don't remember. Was it Val Kilmer? I don't don't remember. remember. Lawnmower Man? Yeah. Yeah. Never heard of it. Uh, Oh, really? see That was a good movie. Oh, Pierce Brosnan's in it. Oh, Pierce Brosnan? Jeff Fahey? Uh, I have no idea who that is. What's the year? Uh, nineteen ninety two.
1: yeah, you hit the nail on the head. Look at that, early nineties,
4: dude.
2: You're not even taking C Max and I did take some Dihexa though. Oh, okay. Yeah, what's I, the uh, what's what,
1: what's the plot? I, I thought it was a dude that goes into his computer. It is. Yeah, something, it is something like that,
4: right? There's this guy who has uh, Doctor Angelo, a scientist, who decides to experiment on this guy and give him greater intelligence. Mm. Uh, so he gives this guy super. Human abilities, but also increases his aggression, turning him into a man obsessed with evolving into a digital being.
1: Yeah. Hmm. You know what's crazy about this is hmm. that we know what's going to happen. We've made <laughs> movies about it. We know our own psychology. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Frankenstein. Like, oh, that's an old one, right? We you know the. Yeah, but
2: listen, though, like, hey, the, the way this yeah, is, is getting started is, I mean, imagine that was your family member who he that's who the Neuralink is not. I, we jumped to lawnmower, man. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we jumped to Lawnmower, but that's not that's why. Like, it's, he, he's I mean, moving on, can't, yeah. you know, <laughs> we, can, we can't help
3: it. We've watched too many sci-fi. Films. I know, but I mean, the, yeah. the,
2: the, the idea of this is to take people that, yeah, are disabled. Yeah. And to, I mean, imagine if that was your family oh, no. member, of course, who you couldn't even communicate with because their 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 inabilities of that, and now you play, and now they're actually having conversations. That's what opens know. the door,
3: bro. I mean, uh, and yeah, then the the monsters come. God, through. man.
2: Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I just felt. I mean, hopefully that we. Uh, I mean, here's what you do You never know who's whose hands it could fall in, right? Mm-hmm. Or just what markets will turn it into. Well,
3: that's so it, it, that's interesting. They so it was success in that it um, that, uh, it wasn't
2: rejected and yep. um yep. and they can communicate. Did you pull up the article, Doug, or no?
0: uh yeah
4: i was pulling up the other yeah. one i had i had him sidetracked i yeah. see that so uh yes so first the patient has received Neuralink implant wow.
2: that's it that's yeah. all you got for us huh?
4: well <laughs> that's all i got i mean <laughs> no do, new information you, i mean just all so I, you know right now i'm i'm working on a, an issue for the business uh, uh, yeah. i have something yeah. going on uh, so, uh, so from what that. i can
0: find on it uh oh there's our other producer. Elon announcement of it he hasn't provided any medical evidence i guess when they did it on monkeys before it was
2: no no no. it's 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 already been on the person i have yeah, yeah. hold on i probably have the link in there so it's definitely they it was first so early you know, patient I mean? who had a chip implant in their brain a few weeks ago made a full recovery and can now control a computer mouse using their thoughts
3: oh that's so weird yeah
1: that's so crazy. So it's here, not full here, have, access I'll to the internet yet? The like, I'll yeah. send you guys into the YouTube group. article. It's just one one little thing. Yeah. Yeah, because full access to the internet would be...
3: We don't know what that would do. Your brain would melt. Or you would just...
1: What would you be, too oh, much well, like, or
2: overload. Or if you, you prompted it somehow. I mean, you saw that other one, too, that was on 60 Minutes, right? Where the... It was like it, it was external. It wasn't implanted in the brain. Yes, it was yes, external, yes. like around this ear, and it was basically like a like a Google search. Yes, you yeah. know that he was getting,
1: and he was like answering questions. Yeah, yeah, weird.
2: I know that is so. I mean, that it's that is a hundred percent coming. I mean, there's yeah. no doubt in my. God, it's gonna be so trippy, dude. We're, it's weird, man. It's a trip to think that it's like. When I was a kid, and you saw movies like Lawnmower Man or things yeah. like that, and like you so future, so, like, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna be dead for which long. ones
3: are the most accurate, right? Because there's so many versions of a lot of these things. Player too. even I st- like I st- like cyborg things. I, I, I forget the name of the character in in Star Wars, even, but they had like a guy that was completely like tapped into, uh, you know, being able to talk to all the different robots and everything, and being accessing mm-hmm. uh, the internet. It, I just feel like that's that's completely going to happen, but like, what variation of that is are we going to see?
2: I mean, I think I think play. If you guys had to guess, like a future, I think Player One, Ready Player One, did one of the best. I just watched that again with my son. So that. I mean, it's I feel like it's the most
1: they did do a damn good job. Yeah, Look yeah. what it says right there. It says doctors are concerned about Neuralink's first patient. Neuralink is only sharing the bits that they want us to know about.
0: So this is what I was getting at earlier. There, he hasn't published any sort of evidence that he just kind of announced it, and the, the concern is is that. When they were uh, testing it on monkeys, there was a bunch, bunch of botched surgeries. Oh, and then, like their brains were swelling. Monkeys were. Dying.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> well, I mean, there's no doubt. So that It worked.
0: Gonna... It definitely worked. Mm. But
1: speaking of uh, brain swelling, mm. uh, I've been reading a lot about a compound that's been used in, in food forever, um, and we, there were there's been a lot of studies done on this compound called curcumin that you find in turmeric for inflammation um it's a remarkable compound, wait, Pharmaceutical wait, compound. Wait, wait. that's in turmeric yeah so turmeric has a component or or something in it called curcumin oh i thought they were
2: independent of no. each other and i didn't know that for
1: inflammation in fact pharma companies have been studying it for a while trying to figure out how the hell why is it so effective hmm. um but it's a natural compound you could supplement with it but make sure you add a fat because that allows it to get utilized what you need a fat to transport it transport it yeah oh. so so organifies gold juice is high in this compound hmm. so this is why you drink it before is, bed is there a fat in that or you uh no so if you, milk, bl- if you make you, it like, yes make Milk. milk i was just gonna was say yeah. use uh like i use macadamia nut milk which is a decent amount of fat yeah okay um or you could put it you could use butter you could use you know tr- you know conventional milk, but that's you want to use fat. I don't know if
2: I've ever heard them say that. Yeah, they were, I, But I didn't, I didn't. know that. Yeah,
1: like a like a fat soluble vitamin, like vitamin D, without a fat, you absorb a lot less of it than if you have it with the mm. fat.
2: Isn't isn't CBD like that too? Yeah. It has a pair to a fat, a fat molecule. Those,
1: uh, cannabinoids are also um, yeah. yep they're also fat soluble. Yeah. That's why when you how do they cook or get get the the trichomes off? Don't they have to use like butter or that's yeah. old school, right? Yeah, yeah yeah yeah. Anyway, I got an email. That I want to read as our shout out. You guys got to hear this incredible. What you got? What say over there? Oh this is, well, I, oh, had, I had something else I was going to read before oh, you, you end
3: the show. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, have you heard of comb jellyfish? Comb? Comb? No. So, like in the very depths of uh, the ocean, they've found these like comb jellyfish, which you've seen before. They they have like these um, sort of spines that are all iridescent, like rainbow, and they they look like little like comb yes. uh, teeth yes. that, that kind of travel down. And so they have a different like nervous system uh, than most creatures. But the interesting part to them is um, I believe one of the scientists removed one of their brains um, when, when they were like dissecting it and it regenerated it within three to five days. Its own brain? Its own brain. I wonder if the memories are still there yeah i have no idea but like I, that this is the only creature they've found that can like that has that kind of regenerative property to it it's oh. like can you imagine if they can figure out what that mechanism well, is
2: isn't it isn't it jellyfish that live the live the have the longest lives live like there's one there's examples yeah of them there's them examples of like thousands, thousands of, thousands years, of old. years old yeah really yeah, uh-huh. yeah i yeah. thought the yeah. oldest animal ever A shark yeah was that shark no shark I, shark is there's like a shark 400 something years old but then i thought right, i read it, jellyfish. i believe yeah I, I think like they don't die from
1: age in other words they only die from yeah Yeah, yeah,
3: but i'm just thinking because the peptides the wolverine yeah. uh you know it's like dude in nature, I mean, look at that. Like, that's like something insane if we can figure that out. Like, what that would do for
1: it reminds me of a study I read where they, they, they healing, where they wipe the memory of a snail. I'm like, how the f- hell did they figure that out? <laughs> yeah. are they, hey, how they confirmed that? You do you anything? remember? Everything? How do oh you my know? god it just, we just done stuck. it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he forgot everything. How <laughs> they even move very that's far. That's Let's go put it in humans in. now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, that's a dumb experiment. And, all right, I got to okay. read this email because this is a very like, incredibly humbling email from one of our listeners. Um, it's a woman, uh, and she wrote, um, I'm amazed with the information you guys put out there and all the random entertaining conversations. She goes, this is what you've done for me. I'm a single 48-year-old woman living in Australia. I lost my daughter six years ago. Very mm. sad. Oh. And I moved to the States to give a new start as I separated for, from her father. I was depressed, sick with a heart condition, and had no friends. Oh. I was in complete isolation except for my interaction at work and I'm a cat. Uh, with grief, I gained over 30 pounds. Um, I started training to help myself to fight my demons and it made me not take any uh, depression, anxiety medication. Um, In there, she writes how she went vegan, but then through listening through us, she started eating more eggs and how we saved her, essentially saying, she says she was was depressed, listening to us help her transition into feeling better um, and basically um, how we helped her so much through this hard time. But I want to show you her before and after. And I'm going to... Doug, I'm gonna send this before and after these pictures to you, so you could post them. Send to the YouTuber because so uh, I can see it. At, yeah, I'll, you know what? Let me do that. Let yeah, me just send it, it to you guys. It, they're gonna want it anyway, so send it to yeah. Them, you, and we can look. You it. guys gotta pull it. Check out your phones on this. I'm gonna send her before, and then I'm gonna send you her after. And I'm like unbelievably blown away by the transformation that this woman made through uh, through fitness. This but is her before. You just said that's it right her in. before. Okay, mm-hmm. look, look at the after, which is about to come. I mean, she developed an incredible look. Whoa. Whoa. Wow. No way. Look at that. Wow. Holy moly. Isn't that amazing? Wow. That's insane. Yeah. So, but anyway, wow, uh, her, name awesome. is, her, Good her name is her name is Raj, her. and I want her. to give her a shout out. We wow. really appreciate you saying that to us, and you know, I'm glad we could help you. you know, wow. Get some, that's some awesome. Tough times. Yeah. Very
2: cool story, dude.
1: Remember to drink Z Biotics before drinking alcohol. Drink responsibly. Look, Z Biotics is a probiotic drink. Made with genetically modified bacteria, so you won't find this anywhere else, that have been designed to break down acetaldehyde in the gut. What's that? That is one of the negative byproducts of alcohol. So you drink ZBiotics, drink alcohol, you wake up the next day feeling way better. Go check them out. Go to zbiotics.com, that's com forward slash mindpump24. So again, it's zbiotics.com forward slash mindpump24, and then use the code mindpump24. For fifteen percent off first
4: time purchasers. All right, back to the show. Our first caller is Lauren from Maine. Hi, Lauren. Hey, Lauren. How you doing? How can Hi. we help you?
6: We're good. I'm good over here. Um, nice to see you all. I've never really watched it on the YouTube or wherever it is you do it. I just listen to you podcast every morning when I walk around my neighborhood for an hour Thank plus. Thank you. So.
2: We're way less handsome than we. Yeah, saw. as you say, Sal's ugly as he oh, sounds. No. <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> Podcast.
6: Thank, <laughs> Thank you um, for your content, all the education that you provide. It's very attainable for the general public. So, when I share with my family and friends, I'm giving them something that they can listen to for your entertainment and a little bit of learning that isn't me, yeah, their ear So,
2: thanks, Thank Lauren. You. <laughs> Thank you. Nice.
6: All right. So, my question has to do with movement patterns and which direction to go to possibly actually resolve the problem. I know enough to stretch myself out, manually treat the symptoms uh, to resolve it for the moment, but that it appears again. I've thought about finding a good manual PT to assess me, actually watch me move and get their input. I have an osteopath who I've seen multiple times. It's usually a yearly visit who resolves it with just a quick treatment, pelvic rotations, um, ribs are usually out slightly. Um, I've, I've always thought is... Can I really do it on my own with symmetry or some of those non-flattering smaller um, you know, the exercises that are not always the big movements that we want to do and entertain ourselves with? Um I've been working out since I was 15 in some capacity. I crossfitted in my 20s for years. Um, I used to teach classes at my local Y. Prior to having kids, I would teach four, six times a week. Now I'm just walking in the mornings and I'm running here. MAPS 15 and MAPS 15 advanced using the prime one to two times a week. I wish I was a little more consistent. Um, the movements that used to elicit this pain, it used to be a lot more painful. Uh, hand cleans, handstand push-ups, movements like that. Um, and now that I'm not cross-fitting and doing those big movements. Um, windmills did at the beginning when I started MAPS Fifteen, And now as I'm getting stronger, I, I think they're helping. Um, and then I've been going a little bit heavier on all my lifts, lifts and I can just feel a lot of tension, a lot of tightness through this whole right side that I know that it would just be documented as dysfunction. Like something's not working together. It's a little bit weaker or whatnot. Um, I'm also working a little bit on paying more attention to my toes I'm not crossing my legs, which might, not a lot of people might pay attention to, but as we like cross our legs and those adductors get really tight, it seems like it tightens up our toes. So then we're not using those. I'm trying to use my toes as fingers when I'm walking, use my toes when I'm lifting. I used to be one of those girls that would like squat and the toes would come up and it's just really not a good habit because it's here now. So um, yeah. Oh, uh, Sorry. My shoulder blade appears to have some slight wing in the back. Structurally, it's moved and kind of rounded, obviously, and it's dropped. I've noticed that over the years. Um, I move a lot, but I also do sit on and off. I stand and sit in a variety of positions throughout the day. Whenever I've had a massage, she talks a lot about how tight the pecs are. So I'll do the doorway stretch, whatever, breathe, try to get the fascia to release a little bit. I have two little girls. They're two and four. I breastfed them both. and carry them because I have little kids, um, the right side discomfort and tightness feels mostly through the rhomboids and then the hip capsule externally more so than internally. But if I'm like bathing them and I'll go to lean in, I can really throw it, feel it internally. And then the sore aspects is really deep, deep core. Maybe the QL and the trap is always overactive. Um, so you guys talk a lot about the movement patterns or improvement patterns and long-time neural networks kind of forming. So I wanted some help. Okay.
1: So give me give me kind of a just a short, real short. Where is the pain yeah. specifically? Yeah. You got trap.
2: I, I hear shoulder, shoulder girdle, sh- trap. I hear QL. Hip, I hear hip. hip. Is this <laughs> we got a lot going on? Yeah. Is, this,
1: right and is side? this is yeah. this all on the right side?
6: It's all on the right side, and I I would say if I'm having pain, it's I think it's right in my rhomboids right where my fingers would touch back here mm-hmm. okay. um, between like my spine and my shoulder blade, the muscles all through that, like tender for no reason. Okay. Um, and then the external, like the tightness is the external hip capsule.
1: Okay. And it's mostly on the right. And do you have general kind of stiffness and pain anywhere else? Or does it always seem to be just on that right side?
6: It's on the right side. I mean, if I'm like tight or whatnot, I'll, again, do some breathing, like try to let the fascia okay. release.
1: When did this start becoming a, a thing where you noticed these right side issues?
6: Um, I noticed them when I was crossfitting a lot. I, I'm an OT. So the PTs would just help me mm-hmm. release like the ribs or the tightness. And I would again go on my merry way. But, um,
1: when did it start you know. becoming more chronic?
6: Well, I'm 37 now. So it's been going on since that's probably, 23 so it's just always reappearing always reappearing All the
1: has it time. has but it I gotten, mean, gotten it more worse bad. has it gotten worse over the last let's say like four years three four years
6: um it was really bad when I was breastfeeding and if I'll carry the girls in a backpack or something like it'll get quite irritating
1: where, where do you hold your kids right or left either way one
6: oh, okay. year one when-
1: <laughs> okay, well, that's good. Okay, so um, so there could be a couple things that are that are happening here. It could be movement pattern issues that are causing compensations up and down. Have you ever had anyone? Have you ever had a an assessment that sh- that showed anything like a bulging disc or a slip disc or any disc issues or herniations?
6: Um, no. But when I did have my first child, the anesthesiologist said something random in the middle of doing what he was doing uh, about scoliosis that had never come up to me in my whole entire life. Okay, so yeah. it was just a comment. I mean, he said, I didn't know she had scoliosis. And I said, Oh, I didn't either. Let's have a baby. Like Let's keep going. Yeah. So I don't know what my spine's doing that. No one's ever mentioned.
1: Yeah. You're, you're doing all the right stuff, everything that you mentioned, but there's a, there's a few factors that I would look at. Um, one. So that's interesting about scoliosis. It does. When you tend to see, pain up and down or just kind of chronic, um, issues that all are on one side, I, I tend to see things coming from the spine with yeah. that, especially if it starts to feel like, you know, kind of burny or achy and you got to press on it to kind of make it go away. And then it kind of yeah. does, but then it comes back. So I would look at the spine. I would have a, a, either a chiropractor or a specialist, look at your spine just to see if there's anything going on there. And the second thing is you do have little kids and, uh, we now have really good data that shows that both lack of like lack of sleep in general is one of the strongest predictors of injury and or pain. And I know what it's like to have two little kids. Your sleep is probably not great in comparison to maybe how it used to be. And that could also contribute. And I would look at your overall stress bucket, Um, doing lots of correctional exercise on top of workouts. If it's overflowing your stress bucket, it's not going to help. It'll just start to make things worse. Now your workout. It says here you're doing maps 15 plus priming twice a week. Is that all you're doing for exercise?
6: And walking. Yep.
2: Okay.
1: So I think that's. I think you're moving in the right direction. I would. I would definitely
2: do a little bit more of the correctional exercise stuff. Yeah, I would like to see her with Prime Pro and either running symmetry or mm-hmm. running suspension. I think the combination of focusing primarily on. Prime Pro type of movements for correctional work with a little bit of either suspension trainer or symmetry work. Yeah. And there's probably...
3: Focus on stability. Yeah,
2: until we get to a point where we're seeing, like, vast improvements in this chronic pain, I would probably move her in that direction than advanced. Because advanced uh, MAPS-15 is all bar, barbell, barbell compound, compound movements, which I would love to get to that point, but I think we would need to... I would want to reduce you down to unilateral type of work or, mm-hmm. or uh, suspension trainer type of work in combination with Prime Pro. Like the, I think the foundation would be Prime Pro. Let's pick two or three of these uh, Prime Pro movements that are showing the greatest return as far as how you yeah. feel, and then I would complement it with some work with either the suspension trainer or unilateral. That's totally. the direction I would go. Now,
3: I, I-, I agree with that. Also, you said that the windmill was actually starting to make a little bit of progress for you. Did you feel like you know, a little bit more stability, uh, did it come back and got tighter or was it something that was relieving?
6: It's getting better. The more, the more I've done the windmills. So it's been, you know, I wasn't consistent for a while. I've been much Mm. more consistent and now I'm up to like 25, 30 pounds with the windmills. It doesn't bother me versus the beginning when I was doing the windmills, five pounds, whatever. And it was like lit up, like tender shouldn't be happening now I'm in a much better place with that specific movement. Um, and I, from like prompt from prime, what do I have? I just have prime regular. Is that a thing? Prime yes. pro. Yeah.
1: yeah prime yeah, pro prime would be a little prime, bit more specific.
2: Prime is the, the actual compass test, which I'm, I was going to ask yeah. you when you do the zone one test, do you mm-hmm. see a major discrepancy on your, in your left and your right side when you're doing the wall test?
6: Not as much as I, as I would thought I would think, I mean, I'm, pushing through it and I just like I'm as uncomfortable as Doug looks like doing the test like I'm uncomfortable <laughs> but it's done <laughs> yeah um, The movements I've been doing are like the active pigeon and your thoracic mobe against the doorway thing which feels I feel very tight doing that um, and then the one where you guys have them prone on prone obviously on your belly and moving like so so I want to make sure I'm doing the right movements too which I know is it's like I kind of failed all of the zones like obviously yeah. Yeah. Probably that, that,
2: that was the reason why I would so I want to I want to have Doug send Prime Pro over to you and you know we could sit here and guess some movements I, I don't think what you're doing is wrong yeah. uh per se
1: I'd like to see how you feel after some like active e. traction have you ever done uh anything with like Eldoa have you heard yeah. of Eldoa
6: I heard you guys mention it, and i am been on YouTube. All right. it, and I'll that get might be really track. helpful.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm going to send you a video. So, so uh, I've worked, with, I've I've had experience in a few cases with clients where they have pain, and it's all on one side, and it goes up and down. And we, you know, we okay, correctional exercise here, correctional exercise. It's like we're, it's like we're playing that game whack a mole at the, you know, right. at, the, at the carnival. Yeah. Like one pops up, and you get you hit it. Another one pops up, and then right. when I would have them do traction, active type traction. This is before I even knew about Eldoa, but I had worked with a correctional exercise specialist who did some other forms of active traction, all of a sudden they felt much better. Like there was some pressure on some nerves in their spine and that active, you know, traction. So active traction uses your body's fascia and muscles to create traction. It's not passive, like you're hanging it upside down or having someone pull on your neck. So we'll send you that video yeah. uh, of Eldoa, and you can practice that at home. And if you notice immediate relief, like if you do it and then you get out and you're like, oh wow, like I feel a lot better. That would be something and I would do on a on a daily ra- use that. Yep, yeah. I would do that on a, on a daily basis, and that would make the biggest impact because otherwise, what we're doing is we're, you know, we're, we're it's like we're putting out like we're we're, yeah. we're we're you know wafting the smoke away, but we're not getting to the actual fire, mm-hmm. which may be coming from y- yeah, your nerves. Yeah, there might be a nerve or two that are, are that are slightly impinged, or sometimes they're impinged, and then it causes this dysfunction. You know, so on that
2: side, let's do this then. So, Doug will send over prime pro to you i also want to put you in the forum uh if you go to i mean we can send it to you but there's actually multiple videos with the Eldoa. you can literally just go to youtube and put mind pump and Eldoa in there e-l-d-o-a put that in the in there and you'll put you'll see three four or five videos that we that we've done
1: i'll send you one the specific one i want you to do
2: though and okay. and and do some of those but it, what will really help is getting your feedback and actually seeing some video of you moving in the forum. So like what a lot of people use the private forum for is for us to check form. And so when you do movements like that inside there and then communicate with us, we also have Dr. Brink in there. Dr. Brink is who created prime and prime pro with us. And so he's an incredible, uh, resource and movement specialist that, between uh the three of us and him hopefully can get to the bottom of uh what what will help you the most before we tell you like workout wise like that would be my focus right now is getting to the bottom of some of this stuff
6: okay i have one quick question about symmetry Mm -hmm. you guys seen it when you're doing unilateral movements have you seen it change any structural things for clients like when i look in the mirror and i see my left anterior out significantly larger than my right and i can tell that this side has dropped will symmetry help me like
3: yeah yeah, yeah it'll address that is it, yep we've had people do dexa scans and see pretty significant change
1: we had yeah we had we've had a couple dexa scans come in where the where the person will gain you know three pounds of muscle but it's to the side that was atrophied so it's just balanced out the body so right. yes
2: the answer is yes that
6: was always my question of can this? Get back and yeah. looking like yeah
2: absolutely yeah. no we can we can get to that i think to, to sal's point right though right now we're playing whack-a-mole yeah. and let's get to the bottom of what's going Root on Out the
3: pain and get you stable around there and I, d-
2: I definitely don't think map 15 advance is helping us where we're currently at i think that's actually working against us right now um because you probably do some of these priming movements and mobility stuff that you feel a little bit better then you go back to this like barbell deadlift or squat or press this is a louder signal yeah. and then it just and then it fla- flares back up again right because we're still not we're not moving correctly yet so i i think focusing on prime pro and getting in the forum talking to brink and the re- and seeing some movements and then like trying to address maybe the aldella stuff mm-hmm. and see if that it gives you some relief then from there we can go on to like okay let's do symmetry and this is what we want you to focus on when you do that let's get to the bottom of this first
6: the root Root cause of this twenty-year thing. It needs yeah. to be fixed.
2: Yes, well, hopefully we can help you, Lauren. Yes, mm-hmm.
6: guys, thank you so much for your hey. time. I really appreciate it. You
2: got it. All right, we'll Thanks see you in the following. Enjoy your day. Bye. Hey, bye. Yeah, I
1: think the th- the thing that people need to understand is that you- you're mm, hate CrossFit. Yeah, I know. That's hey, by the way, I don't know that was a verb. Crossfitting. A cro- <laughs> you didn't know that? No, I don't know. You said oh, you yeah, cross. Yeah. I CrossFit. I, I I CrossFitted. I don't know that. Anyway. Yeah. Um, when you're when you're trying to teach your body a new movement pattern, it's literally think of the way you walk right now. Now imagine trying to change the way you walk, and then do it to the point where now that's the new way you walk without thinking about it. That's what you're trying to do by 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 changing movement patterns. It's not just why you're conscious; you have to get to the point where it becomes unconscious. That's why it can take a little while, and that's why it can't be heavy and hard. Like imagine trying to walk, as, you know, as fast as you can with a weird pattern that you're not used to. Like, it's not going to work. You want to go faster. You got to use your old pattern that you used to. So you put, the harder you push yourself in your workouts, the more weight you use, the less likely you are yeah. to move in, in a, with a new pattern. It's just not going to happen. Your body will revert to its old one because it's the one that it's learned.
2: I mean, literally, CrossFit's like the absolutely worst thing that this a person like this could be doing. And it's been going on for how many years? 14 yeah. years yeah.
4: or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Our next caller is Josiah hey, from Arizona. Hey, what's Arizona. up, Josiah?
0: What's up, Josiah? Hey, not much. How are you guys? Good. Good. How Good. are you? What's happening. Good. Doing well. I'm. Uh, I didn't think I would be nervous, but now I am. Seeing you guys. <laughs>
1: how can we help you, man? Um.
0: Yeah. So first of all, off. I just want to say I'm really thankful for you guys and for everything that you put out. Um. I thought I knew a lot about fitness. I've been working out since I was 18. And a friend of mine turned me on to you guys' podcasts about four years ago. And I feel like my mind was blown by the stuff you guys were teaching like pretty much every day or every week. So just want to say thank you for everything awesome, that you guys man. do and just for how you change or changing the fitness industry and the world. Appreciate honestly. that, man. Thank, thank you. you. Yeah. Sweet, man. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, my question, I'll get right to it. It's, I think, pretty simple for you guys probably to answer. But anyway. Like I said, I've been working out since I was about 18. I just turned 32 in September. Um, so obviously I, I've heard and I know that part of um, part of growing and progressing is in increasing volume, volume. And in a past episode, I heard Sal say something. He mentioned something along the lines of phasing in and out of increased volume. And I never heard anybody talk about that. I've never seen any articles about that or anything. So my question was kind of around that like what exactly does that look like and is that how you increase volume as you i guess progress or you know after, as you've been lifting for years and years because obviously we know that you can't just increase volume 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 like otherwise we'd all be lifting thousands of pounds doing thousands of sets per or you know per workout session so i guess my and right now i'm kind of working out more of like a maps 15 style so i guess my question was kind of how do you increase volume in regards to what Sal had said about um, phasing it and out of it? And also how would you increase volume in a maps 15 style program?
1: All right. That's a good question. Hmm. So you're, you're right. With your observation seems obvious, right? But some people don't realize this when they first start working out because for the first, definitely for the first year, sometimes for the first few years, the, the way you progress is you slowly, Increase the volume of your training and you continue to progressively get stronger. But after a certain point, you can't move in that direction. You can't keep increasing volume. You're just not going to keep getting indefinitely stronger. It doesn't work that way. So then the question is how do I continue to progress? Am I done progressing after two or three years? Does that mean I'm just maintaining after three years? Well, of course not, right? Of course not. I'm sure you continue to progress afterwards. So it becomes a bit more mysterious in terms of how to get the body to continue to progress after, you know, you've been working out now for 12 years. Like how, how do I do that? Well now it's, 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 a, it's a, it's much trickier. Okay. So what is phasing in and out of increased volume look like? Well, very plainly and, and make it very simple. If you were to follow maps programs, it, it would naturally happen through following each of the programs. Now the, all the programs have different varying levels of volume and frequency and if you were to follow one MAPS program, then follow another MAPS program, follow another one, you're going to naturally do that. But for someone like yourself, as experienced as you are, you want to match the volume and training intensity to, to your life, really. And you probably have a pretty good idea of what historically has been your upper limit of toler- tolerable volume. Like if I were to ask you, when you're really getting after it, what does a workout look like? And then I'm going to ask you, well, what does it look like when you're really backing off? So you now you have kind of your range. And you want to manipulate it based off of off of your life yeah. and and how you feel, and really really do a, an honest assessment of how you feel. Not you don't want to make it like um, I can handle this. You want to make it more like a Do I have good energy when I'm done with my workout? So I have good energy all day long. Am I crashing at the end of the day? Do I feel excessively sore? Um, is my sleep being affected? And so this will help gauge the volume and intensity of your workout so that what it'll end up probably looking at looking like is a 10 to 15 percent of the year will be a sprint and eight, you know 85 to 90 percent of the year will be kind of coasting that's typically what it looks like when you average it out uh, after you've been working out like yourself for over a decade
2: i think the biggest key to this is is learning how to do the what the point you made about assessing the rest of your life and stress uh, because yeah. you could, we could sit here and say, "Oh, with, here's this methodical approach. Right? This would be a very methodical approach to this. Okay, run maps anabolic, run performance, run aesthetic, which would be like peak volume uh, for like one of the programs, one of the peak volume programs, and then after that, scale back to like a maps 15, and then start the cycle kind of over. Like that would be like this natural progression. Mm-hmm. But the reality of that is the likelihood that that perfect order of programming by the weeks matches." your level of stress, sleep, work stuff, you know, eat nutrition yeah. is mm-hmm. very unlikely. And so the the better approach to that is, you know, at, you know, slowly scale volume so long as all the other things in your life are doing well and then be aware of those moments in your life when work gets really rough or relationship stuff gets really rough or you're just not hitting your macros consistently and it's like okay that's my sign to pull back on the volume because i'm i'm not feeding myself appropriately i'm not sleeping appropriately i'm not i'm not checking all those other boxes to put me in like the optimal place to really push and stretch my body and so unfortunately it probably is not going to look like that perfect linear you know anabolic performance aesthetic and then scale back to 15 mm. unless you just get lucky it lays out that way so more looks like that's the plan is I'm going to do that mm. but I'm probably going to have to call an audible somewhere in there cuz I realized that I'm not, I'm not in optimal position to be stretching my body. And so I'm going to scale back a tiny bit and it can look, it doesn't, I'm giving you the example of programs. It could look simply as like, you're going through, let's say you did it great through anabolic, you progress great. Then you get into performance, you're doing good. And then all of a sudden, like in phase three of performance, you know, just sleep is off nutrition's off or something. And you look at the program and you go, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to pull a set of every exercise off here, or instead of going at, you know, full intensity on, on my exercises, I'm going to, I'm going to scale back and do, you know, 20 to 30 pounds less on every exercise. I know I could do more. Mm -hmm. Like that's an example of a a way to modify that with your life and do this kind of undulating volume throughout the year.
3: Yeah. I I totally agree with that protocol I, I do think it's helpful to have that in mind in terms of like uh that step ladder approach uh, but there's going to be interruptions to that and that's why we do also have these programs like math mass 15 if that's the case like you know we're gonna we're gonna interrupt it with a program like that we're gonna interrupt it with um like uh, maps prime or even like if if you're on the road or you're traveling whatever we got something like anywhere we got something like a uh, map suspension or you know and you and the thing is, it's like life Life comes in through that. And like, how do we navigate through that based off of the stress levels and based off of, um, your environment that, that it's presenting to you. So I think that's good as like a baseline, but then having, you know, a, a way to navigate and be flexible with that uh, through other programs that are less volume or uh, convenient in terms of like having the right kind of equipment for you for that moment.
2: Just I noticed too, in your, in your question, you, uh, you had a more specific uh, question regarding like you're going, you're doing six days a week, MAPS 15, and you want to reduce back to like, three days a week and how they look. One of the cool things about MAPS 15 is like you can literally uh, the the days that run consecutively, you can pair them together. So you can literally go from a six day a week program, go to a three day a week program and just put, you know, workout one, workout two together, workout three, workout four together, workout five, workout six Mm. together. And you can run it like that. And it's actually one of the lower volume programs. And so that's not going to run you like an hour and a half workout. You'll be able to Mm. still get it done within probably 50 minutes or so to get those done. And so that's a, that's an easy way to scale back the days that you're in the gym to three days by. So, and I sometimes will do this like uh, where I put two together, but then I do the the other ones half, Like So just, and I I do that based off of how I'm feeling and how I slept, how I ate. And it's like, Oh, you know what? I got extra time today. I've slept well, I've ate well, I'm going to do the, I'm going to do workout one and workout two together today. And then maybe the next day, if I don't have that next day off, I might go. Okay, I'm just going to do the 15 minute workout. So you can play with it like that.
1: Josiah, when's the last time you you stopped working out for more than a week?
0: Um, for more than a week, maybe it was like
2: 1984. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he wasn't even
0: born then. Maybe like four or five months ago or something.
2: Yeah.
1: So for someone like you, you're a fitness fanatic. You love it. You're consistent. If, if the question is, should I do more or less, you're probably going to be better off always going towards less. Now, the average person, I'm going to push them to do more because they miss a week or two every, every month. But someone like yourself, you're so consistent. If the question, if you're asking yourself like, okay, should I do 15 sets or should I do 12 sets or 10 sets? You're probably going to be more right more often, or you're going to be right more often, I should say, doing less than doing more. That'll, that'll get you better results uh, than the than the more option. You've and already, that seems to be true
3: with, with just fitness fanatics in general.
0: Yeah. You've already built the foundation.
3: So, yeah, that, that would make a lot more sense.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I definitely noticed that with myself. I feel like similar to, like, Sal and Adam's, your guys' story, like, I grew up, like, skinny kid. I was always, like, trying to bulk, like, put on muscle, all that stuff. And I definitely was in that trap of just always trying to do more, 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 more. And it, yeah, it's crazy. Like when I switched, when I, when I started listening to you guys and I switched like a three day a week full body, like I'm a, I'm, I feel like I'm a pretty, I'm pretty good at, you know, when I believe something. And like when I listened to you guys, like I knew that there was something different about what you guys were saying than other people. So like it wasn't hard to convince me to do three days, although it did, you know, just the feel of it was weird. But I immediately noticed that like, I was making progress and not losing anything by not going to the gym more and even scaling down to less doing like something around like 15 to 20 minutes a day. Like I still feel great. And, yep. Yep. you know, even, yeah, not make, not losing any progress, which is just like, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. it's, um,
1: it, it is crazy. Yeah, it's, I, it's definitely mind blowing when you, you're, you know, you you believe that you have to keep doing more. But to be continually yeah. and I get proven I get proven, you know, with that, that 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 lesson keeps getting taught to me even now. So um, you know, that's why when I ask myself, I'll try and go towards less versus more. But it's taken me <laughs> it's taken me almost 30 years to figure that out. But it's true for fitness <laughs> yeah. it's, it's it's definitely true.
0: Yeah, for sure. So just I guess to kind of piggyback on that question, going in the opposite direction if i if i'm going to continue in uh, cuz right now i'm doing i'm in performance but i'm doing it in a math 15 style um cuz that's kind of really all the time i have in the morning before i go to work but how would you how would you increase volume in that case uh it would or so, is that so i guess is that um, is necessary it, or, gonna or say, a good idea yeah, i'd was I was say is necessary. it i would
2: ask myself is it necessary right yeah. cuz you don't forget, it's sets times weights times reps. So, it, you, so if you're already stronger or doing a couple more reps, you've increased the volume. Right. So if you're – Okay. Yeah, so yeah. It, like, it doesn't always have – I think most people think volume and they think uh, amount sets. of sets that you're going to do in the workout. Right. If you're adding weight to the bar – There's yeah, more that, volume. Yeah, that's more exactly, volume. That you it. know. So I mean, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so if you're if you're seeing that, you don't necessarily always got to be at. You know, when I was always tracking volume, like this was during my competing days, I was always looking more for not going backwards, right? A lot of times, I'd keep my volume about the same, right? I would keep it relatively the same, and as long as I didn't see myself going the other direction, because what I found was when you pulled back at a month, people tend to kind of do that naturally ebb and flow, anyways. And so if I was trying to make hmm. progress and see my body physique my physique progress. It was always just don't go backslide and then slowly just increase. And as long as I was like heading in that direction, I saw this this progress. And if you're getting stronger in MAPS performance and you see yourself adding a little bit, of, even if it's a little bit of weight to the bar, you're adding volume. Right. So you're progressing in the right direction.
1: You add five pounds. You do one more rep. That's more volume. It's already there.
0: Yeah, that's true. Okay, yeah. I guess in my head, I'm thinking of well, when I ask you guys and I'm thinking of volume, I'm thinking of – just sets like, how, like right. how do i increase sets? Right, you, right. yeah you guys are right so yeah. sometimes okay, cool.
1: sometimes people add sets and because they've jumped too much volume the weight goes down they end up with the same volume they did before
2: yeah mm-hmm. mm. yeah good point yep and just keep in okay. mind what what sal said i mean he asked you the right question by like you how often you take it in, in recognizing quickly that you're kind of a fitness fanatic you're you're always going to probably do better by doing a a little less. And I I love to to repeat that study that we shared, I don't know, a year or two ago where the two groups that went for like 18 weeks and one group took a week off every three weeks. And they saw the same progress as the group that didn't take any days off all the way or any weeks off during that entire 18 weeks. So imagine that every month you could literally – afford a week off of training and still progress as much as the guy who in other words you're more
1: likely to get away with doing less than you are to do it with doing more doing more is more dangerous in terms of progress in terms of hurting your progress when it comes to strength training than doing less is that's a fact across the board And it's, it's a hard one for people to understand, but it's It's, true.
2: And that, that, that reigns even more true for someone like you. Totally. That's why that asking that question was so important first was like, okay, which, who is he? Is he the type of guy who can, can't stay consistent for longer than a week or two? Well, we're not going to give him that advice, but if he's the type of guy who's like, has to think, when was the last time I took even a week off? Okay. You're the type of guy that probably needs to go that direction.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Totally makes sense. All right, brother. Thank you guys, All right. you got it, man. Thank you so much yeah, for the kind words. <laughs> yeah, no problem. I um, yeah, it, between you guys' podcast and another one I listened to, you guys might know Ken Coleman from like the Dave Ramsey. Yeah, yeah, um, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Kind of team. I, I, you guys are between you and his. I made the decision to finally pursue being a trainer, and you know, I, I, yeah, I've loved fitness for so long, but there are a lot of, I think, kind of insecurity reasons that I didn't pursue it when I was younger, but. I'm finally going for it now, and um, this is just my day job right here. But I'm I'm working on growing a coaching business, so I'm going to be getting you guys this course.
2: Oh yeah, soon
0: here and stuff. Awesome, Excellent, dude. Awesome, yeah, great. I love that.
1: Love to hear it, man. Cool. Well, yeah. when you do, I can't wait to see you in that forum with the coaches.
0: Yeah, definitely for All sure. Right. I know. I I was talking with you, Adam, a little bit through DMs, and you told me that the price was going to go up and stuff, and I was like, you know, I was a little bit bummed about that. But honestly, I love you guys' content so much, and you guys have done so much for just the fitness space. I feel like I don't pay like whatever price it is. Honestly, like, <laughs> I, I don't even care. I appreciate um, but, that. Uh, yeah. I appreciate nice. that. Josiah. Thank you, man. Yeah, no problem. Can I just tell you guys one last yeah. <laughs> poem I have about your show? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah I, 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 every time you guys tease Doug about his age, <laughs> I just, I just want to cry. It's like, to <laughs> so see you, Adam. Like Doug, I'm so sorry. I feel for you, man. We <laughs> only. That's <laughs> all right. Make me
1: cringe
2: inside.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we only
1: do that because he looks so damn good. That's for right. Yeah, that's, yeah. Re- that's the
0: reason.
2: It's uh, it's because he's, he's at a the point youngest now. One out of all of us, where yeah. if you just meet the four of us and you've never met us before, everybody thinks Doug's the youngest, which yeah. is that <laughs> hurts. That hurts <laughs> my soul. Yeah, yeah. So, so we, so. we
0: got to get him back <laughs> somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's,
2: that's our yeah, yeah, yeah. Insecurity. All right. Well,
0: I, I guess it's founded then. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> right, you got it, man. All right. Just uh, thank you. You have a good day today, brother. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. All right.
1: Bye. Yeah, that's a, that's an important point to make with uh, with strength training. You have more room for less in terms of you know whether or not it's going to affect your progress negatively than you do with more. Oftentimes, if you're consistent with your workouts, you know, missing some or going less is probably better for you than constantly trying to push more.
2: It, we really you really tend to fall in. Uh one end of the spectrum or the other there's very few people that have this This, I mean this beautiful balance yeah the beautiful no, the beautiful does. balance and to your point like I mean 30 years and you're still learning that yeah. lesson you're still teetering on one side more than okay. the other right yeah. so most people are like that they either are the, the people the clients who you can't get them to fucking put 30 days together straight yeah you know, and so they that have to it, learn that That's so we're not gonna give process. them that advice. Because yeah. I know there's also fitness professionals that hear, like, Oh my god, I can't believe they're always telling people to do less. So it's like, no, we're not. It's pay attention to who we're telling that yeah. to. Exactly. You we assess what type of person they are, and if they are like one of us, fitness fanatics, where they have to think like when was the last time I actually took a week? So off? Those are the
3: two biggest hurdles. The first one is overcoming the fact that you you can't be consistent and you can't like push yourself to that degree. Right. And once you establish that you uh, build this this base and this foundation that you can work off of. Now that that mindset, you're carrying that mindset to a degree where it it, it becomes detrimental. So yep. then you have to learn the other lesson, uh, which is to reduce and do the right uh, amount for for you to progress.
4: Hundred percent. Our next caller is Gabe from New York. Hey, Gabe, how can we help you?
7: Hey, guys, pretty surreal to be on here. I uh, had a little hard time with the Zoom, <laughs> but. Uh, Let me just get right to my question here. So like I put my question on the email, I've noticed that being at such a weight of a 205 at my height being five foot nine, sometimes my mid back will get tight and then lower starts to hurt doing certain movements. My occasional runs are a problem now too, as my shin splints seem to take the brunt of it and occasional knee pain. I also have a major problem squatting anything above 135. And in the past, I have uh, done 405. And then after that squat, I'm very tight and in pain for the next couple of days. Uh, doing any sort of unilateral movements, though, like lunges and or Bulgarians have no effect on my uh, problem here. And in fact, I can actually load a lot of weight on those movements, surprisingly. Um, so basically, my question is, do I try to adapt to this weight or... Do I need to drop down and figure something else out?
2: Yeah, you you added something else, in there that I think is, is good for the context of what you're asking. It's like, I'm 5'9", 205. I grew up a skinny kid and started lifting at 120. So you've went from 120 pounds to 205 pounds on a 5'9 frame and, and asking, is that just a lot of weight for your frame? And does is it, can you get to a point where it's just too much weight for a frame? I want to address that. Yes, I mean, and I battle with this like an exact same story. Was the skinny kid trying to put weight on, and then I finally broke the two hundred pounds, which was such a big deal. It took me to almost thirty years. Now I can go all the way up. from thirty right now, and when I get to that point, I can tell that my my body is way more. And Sal and I, I talk about this all the time. Like we, I have a weight I know where I'm the most comfortable. Now I've been more jacked looking at two two thirty for sure. But my weight, like where I feel healthy, fit joints feel good, is like two oh five. So there's definitely a, okay. a a weight for your frame that your you that your you know skeletal system was designed to be able to carry in a healthy way. And there's a, then there's an upper limit to that when you could push those boundaries.
1: Now, typically typically when someone asks that question though, it's not because they have too much muscle, but rather they're too too much body fat. So whenever someone says, "I think I'm too heavy for my height," I, you know, I always say, okay, well, I'd like to see you at about 10 11% body fat and then see if you still feel that way. Now, if you still feel that way, okay. But in those cases, you're talking about extreme pursuits of muscle growth, people who have been training for years and years and years who really you know continue to push that pursuit and kind of push those extremes. But for the most part, that's not the case. Usually, it's just they're too heavy and it's body fat. Now, the other part that you said that I think is important to note is that your back hurts when you squat 135, I don't think it's a body weight issue. I think there's an imbalance. There's a, there's a weakness issue. There's something happening in your body that's causing you to hurt. And it probably has to do with some kind of lateral stability or rotational stability.
8: Mm -hmm.
1: Okay. Do you do any movements to strengthen lateral stability? Have you tried doing a windmill? Do you know if you, how you feel when you do a windmill, for example, do you, have you you tried that?
7: Yes, I have actually. I, um, I had gone through the program of a uh, map symmetry in full. And after that, I, uh, I started getting into more movements like the windmill and, um, you know, just more Justin type movements, I guess you could say. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> uh, windmill I did. Okay. at. I think I held maybe 15, 20 over my head. Didn't have too much of a problem doing that. Um, I actually purchased, uh, maps. Str- uh, what was it? maps, old time, old time yeah. strength. Oh, wow. um, and I, I started it and I was feeling really good, fresh out of uh, symmetry. I felt amazing, strongest I've ever been. And I think it was the second day I had to put it down. I, I couldn't do it. So, but I am familiar with the windmill movement. Um, my unilateral strength is great from the symmetry. It's just some things just tweak it, like I said, with the squat. So
1: what 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 part of old time strength? What exercise yeah, was it that I'm that bothered you? Too.
7: Uh I think it real I think I really started feeling it when I did I think I was holding the weight over my head.
1: Okay, and it was in your lower
7: back? It's been a, yeah, lower back, mid back area.
1: Okay. I would start I would start every workout with windmills moving forward, two or three sets of windmills, start with your
2: no weight too much no the
1: way. weight yeah. move the weight up slowly, moderate intensity. I think we're, we're dealing with a, with some lateral stability issues, mm-hmm. and that's why you feel so strong with unilateral exercises, but not so strong when you're doing you know bilateral like you know barbell squat. And I would get really good at that. It sounds like, to me, from the outside, like that's what's going on.
2: I also think that you would only benefit, too, from doing that, also leaning out. Yeah. So doing those those movements and doing it in a cut, I think. Do you know what your body fat percentage is sitting at, Gabe?
7: Uh, I was tested long ago. uh, When I first started lifting at that weight that I put in my email, I was tested and I was like at, I think I was at a 10 and a half or 11 in wrestling. Oh, and you're um, at 120. Yeah, correct. Oh. So I was pretty, I was very, I was very lean. I don't even know where those veins went, honestly, since then. <laughs> um, But I, uh, I, I have no idea what I would be at.
2: Have, now. Have you been pretty, I mean, coming and I, this is how I was too. Like, I, I don't think I went on a cut for 20 years. Were you like, are you the skinny kid who's always been trying to bulk and put size on it? So you've never actually run like a true cut
7: <laughs> um I did a I did a unhealthy cut years ago before I found you guys before you guys flooded me with all this knowledge I uh I did an unhealthy cut and I dropped down I w- I was at 190 um and I dropped down to 175 and it just all it all came back because you know I I didn't do it the correct way Yeah um as of right now I am I'm really pushing it all again um, my my protein's really high. My calories, I think my calories are at a maintenance. Maybe the slightest deficit. I'm at around I'm at around twenty three hundred to twenty five hundred a day right now. At about one ninety to two hundred grams of protein.
0: Okay,
1: I would yeah. I'd like to see you get a body fat test, and if you're above thirteen percent, bring it down to like twelve thirteen percent. While while you know pursuing some of that lateral stability, and see if that makes a
3: difference. Yeah, and on top of that, too, like any of the carries are going to be great for reinforcing oh, more yeah. strength there and for that lateral Suitcase stability. Carry. Suitcase carries amazing. And then you said you had a little bit of difficulty with any overhead. Uh, lighter weight overhead initially, but, you know, really just take your time, slow it down, brace, and make sure you don't lose that connectivity there when you're bracing. So as you're walking and and adding movement and that locomotion to it adds a bit of the challenge uh, for you. But it's great when you go back to bilateral, like straightforward type lifts, uh, that that lateral stability will really strengthen.
2: Gabe, do you have uh, Maps Prime?
7: Uh, No, I do not.
2: Yeah, I'm going to have Doug send Maps Prime to you because I'd like for you to do the Zone 1 test. I mean, I could do all the tests, but Zone 1 test. And uh, and actually look and see like what movements it guides you to do, and then start before you do the overhead carries and movements. Like Justin's talking about, is to prime the body and get yourself in a better position. I think that's going to help to uh, protect that that low back while you're doing some of the overhead carry stuff. So totally you can, get yourself in a, a better position. So yeah. we're gonna send over prime, go through the test, uh, see, and, and I'm I'm specifically looking at zone one for your before you do overhead carries and stuff and and set yourself up prime prime a little bit before you do that
7: okay cool is that something i do
2: on every workout day. days yeah yep. like every day you can do it all the time so like when it comes to priming movements yep. you know we write them in there to, that you should do them before your workout but like you can you can't do too much of that stuff that's like you can so when it, whatever it, it guides you to do, then uh, then do it as much as you possibly can. But absolutely before you lift, because you, if you do it and you do it correctly, you should see the first time you do it, feel a difference. That's right. Uh, you should right. be able to do a couple of these prime movements for zone one and then go do like an overhead carry, which maybe bothered you in the past, and then all of a sudden it doesn't. And it's because you did a good job of priming beforehand. You should feel that instantly. And so then just practice that all the time.
7: Okay. and. uh one more thing to add to that: How do I base my training as of right now? If I'm do if I want to do three, three full body days a week, or kind of an upper lower type thing, like how what's the best way to go about this whilst trying to fix that?
1: I I think unilateral training. I think that worked well for you. I would go back to that symmetry. Yeah, yeah.
2: I like the idea of priming doing some of the movements like the overhead carries and stuff, Justin's suitcase carries that like Justin's talking about, and then working through symmetry. Uh and then also doing this while trying to do a cut. I think the combination of all three of those, and you should feel a lot better from where you're at right now.
7: Okay, okay. Yeah. So um I think today's I think today's day two of being back in the, uh symmetry. So okay. we're we're fresh right we're fresh right into it. Okay, perfect, perfect.
2: perfect. perfect. And, and then prime <laughs> prime's gonna compliment that. So Doug's For gonna sure. send that over to you. Yeah, keep it going.
7: Okay, cool. Well, thank you very much, guys. And uh, it's correct. It is jelly before peanut butter, by the way. I had to say that. <laughs> yeah, I'm my you, guy. Hold on, hold
1: on. Hold on. Uh, no, that's it. No, no, hold on, hold on. <laughs> See you later. Do you stand when you pee or do you sit <laughs> on the toilet like, yeah. like Adam does? <laughs> you paint your toenails.
7: Right now I stand. I'm not at the sitting part yet. I okay, can just yeah. That's that. all right. That's yeah. all
1: right. Yeah. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> <Very> good. <laughs> Thanks, uh, man. All right. Thank you very Take much, guys. Game. You got it. <laughs> That's, i can't believe we made it. <laughs> <laughs> we made that a thing <laughs> yeah. uh you know uh the whole weight thing you know like we talk about it took me years to get to the point where i could get too heavy at a lean body weight that was and that was just a relentless pursuit of continuing to mm-hmm. add try to add lean body mass try mm-hmm. to get lean body mass where most people won't get too heavy lean they'll get too heavy because they're too heavy yeah right yeah. like yeah. it took me a long and I, even now i have to like die, like really push it for that to happen otherwise my body kind of settles back or you know you're pharmaceutically enhanced right that'll that'll make that happen but typically when someone's like i feel too heavy for my body weight it's because their their body fat is too yeah. high yeah
2: i mean it sounds Physically, like he hasn't really other than the one uh bad cut he did hasn't yeah, really, right, hasn't really he's, done been, it. he's been in a perma bulk yeah. for a long time and sounds like neglecting something i think i literally think prime symmetry work and then reducing body fat okay dropping down some weight is going to make a huge difference yes, totally.
4: Our next caller is Rusty from Ohio.
2: What's up, Rusty? What up, Rusty? How can we help you? Hey, guys.
5: Glad to be here. Um, Just wanted to tell you it's a real privilege to get to talk to you. The idea of a guy like me getting access to world-class trainers like you guys is just very rare, and I appreciate this. It means a lot to me.
2: Nice. Thanks, man. Um, I like the world-class compliment. I'm I'm going to put that in my bio. (laughs) (laughs)
5: Thank
2: you, Rusty. (laughs)
5: You're welcome. So yeah, I did also want to thank you that, uh, because a couple of years ago, I started training again after a hiatus and I was over 50 and, uh, started getting some aches and pains that hit differently than that did when I was younger. And I had contemplated quitting and, uh, thinking that maybe I was just too old to start lifting again. And I got on, I did what every guy my age does. I got on YouTube and looked up, you know, training after 50. And that's kind of how I found you guys. It was one of your clips and and somebody had asked that question. Like, how would you train someone over 50? And, uh, one of you said, uh, same way I would train anybody else I'd have them lift heavy stuff. And it was like, I needed that permission to do that. And I kept going and here we are two years later and I don't hurt anymore. As a matter of fact, I feel better than I have ever felt. Ah, I love that. Um, Thank you. That's That's awesome.
2: That's awesome, bro. What can we do for you?
5: So, um, with that in mind, my deadlift is has gotten to uh, I'm up to like 415. That was with a trap bar max. Squat 365, 375 max. But um, one of my goals was to be able to bench 100 pound dumbbells by the time I turned 50, which I did accomplish. Now I'm 51. I thought that would translate into a bigger barbell bench. Um, I thought I should be able to do like 250, 300. That is not the case for me. Um, I have barely been able to get to 225, like one rep max, and I think I only did that like once. And I'm just not quite sure. Like everything else seems so strong, but but I've just struggled to get north of you know 215, 220 on the bench.
1: That's interesting. So you hmm. got you you were able to press 100 pound dumbbells, but 200 pound bench press or 215 pound bench press feels heavy. That's usually not
2: the case. Usually, yeah, I was I was there. At one point, you did the yeah, same. Yeah, album. yeah. This I had this. So I was a, I was bigger on the dumbbell press. I was never a good barbell uh bench presser, and I really liked the way I felt from dumbbell pressing. I saw great gains in my chest. I saw that strengthening up. And then I remember going back to barbell press, and it was really discouraging that I couldn't even do two twenty five, mm-hmm. but yet I could do hundred pound dumbbells. And the in what I have learned since then, right, and realized is that. There's such a skill to barbell bench pressing. Yeah, like there is. You, if you get really strong doing dumbbell pressing. Not that there's not a skill at all in dumbbell pressing, but you're, you're you've it's become a different a, skill. It is, and you're strong. Like you've definitely, if you can do 100 pound dumbbells, you are strong. Your chest is strong. Then taking that over to a barbell bench press and wanting to see 250, 300 pounds, like. There's there's so much more of a skill into how you set up for the bench press, how you lower the bar, how you get yourself in the right position, how you drive through your legs. Like, And and it took a while of consistently lifting barbell bench press for me to start to see those numbers increase the same mm. way my dumbbells did. So it's actually not as uncommon as you th- would think.
1: Well, I mean, so oftentimes somebody will get stuck with the bench press, then they'll use dumbbells and it'll get them past the sticking point. And that's because the dumbbells was addressing a weakness that they had that they couldn't yeah, stability issue some yeah. like shoulder joint. Right. So now, now that, that typically that's, that's right. Quite common. What you're doing is not as common. However, all exercises are skills. Okay. So you change the exercise a little bit. It's an, it's a different skill. You have to practice it and, and change your technique with the barbell. You really activate the lats a lot. You stick the chest out real tight. You get a lot of leg drive. You squeeze the bar. You break the bar with your hands. You try to break the bar with your hands. You tuck the elbows a little bit more with the barbell than you would with the bar, with the dumbbell. Dumbbells tend to flare out a little, little bit more. And then you press up with a more probably tricep uh, involvement with the barbell than you would with the dumbbells. Um, In other words, I would really look to power lifters for technique on the bench press because they've mastered the skill of the bench press uh, with the barbell. Yeah,
3: getting your upper back more rigid, like uh, being able to maintain just that nice Natural curve in your back, uh, while also being able to uh, drive through the ground with your feet and creating more leg drive to create more stability there uh, on the bench. It increases the amount of force output, and two, to Sal's point of gripping the bar even matters, uh, and to be able to engage and activate those lats to get involved as well. It's really, it's about like creating a, a more stabilized um, gripping position on the bench, uh, so that way you know you're not losing any opportunity there for force output going straight up vertically
2: i, I think you would absolutely love maps powerlift. yeah uh th- we have i mean we've got ben pollock in there with coaching cues and tips on how to increase that so i think that program would be
1: and that's some, that's a powerlifting program. program so yeah. you're, you're gonna get it you, you'll you know. nail
2: it with
3: that it's very hyper focused on the the technique that's right
5: would it help to maybe isolate some of those exercises that would mm-hmm. uh increased strength in my lats and triceps, even though I'm not doing any isolation exercises, really?
1: No, not necessarily. Um, would that be no, beneficial? I, I, I not think- necessarily. I don't, it doesn't necessarily mean you have weak lats yeah. or a weak back. It What it typically means is you're not stabilizing and activating them uh, in a way that maximizes the technique of the bench press. Right. So it's typically not – somebody like yourself has been working out, right? You've been working out now pretty consistently for a couple of years you probably, you know, you're doing your back workouts, right? So you're probably okay with that. It's really about activation through this, this movement. Like, how do I activate my lats to the stabilize technique. while I press? Because don't the lats pull? Like, this is what happens in your mind or with your body while you're trying to do both. There is a skill and a technique to it. Uh, when, and once you practice it right and learn it, then you see your weight go up. In fact, a really good powerlifting coach can oftentimes take a lifter and get them to bench press five more pounds Right there, like, right in the like, same yeah, the session. I yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh-huh. R- Rusty, Yeah. Uh, Rusty, we're going to send MAPS Powerlift to you. I yeah, want you absolutely. to run that. I guarantee you're going to run that and you're going to come back 100%. to us and tell us your your barbell bench press has increased. Guaranteed. 100%. Yeah. yeah. There's no doubt in my mind. I definitely want you to report back. On yes. That. The way that's programmed, a guy that's strong like you already, like you, just watch. Mm-hmm. Go through that program, follow it to a T. Don't go do other shit. Watch your master classes, it.
3: especially yeah. the bench, obviously.
2: Yeah. Watch all the master classes with Ben Pollock in there. You're gonna you're gonna see an increase in, in your barbell bench press. I guarantee that.
5: That's awesome. Thank you so much.
2: Yes. You got it, man. So Doug's gonna send that over to you. And please follow up with us. I'd love to hear how you're doing afterwards.
5: Yeah, I definitely will do that. I'm really excited because I've never done any of your programs and I'm I'm ready. I'm due for a change up.
2: All right, bro. Thanks All right.
5: for calling oh, in. See you later. Thank you, guys. Have a good day. Take it you easy. It.
1: Have, you, have you guys ever seen that happen where a, a strength coach, like a powerlifting yes. coach, will literally yes. fix someone's technique yeah. That's why I 10 said pounds said it's, it's a skill thing. It's yeah, a total,
2: I mean, I was this. So I – and I know I'm not normal. Like most people prefer the barbell bench press, but I just found dumbbell pressing was easier, more comfortable. I could get in the groove, mm-hmm. and so I did more of it. And mm-hmm. so I got really good at it. got yeah. to a place where I was doing – Hundred pound dumbbells, but then I couldn't even do a two twenty five bench. Wow, yeah, struggled with that, and, and it was just the skill of it. I yeah, just the
3: familiarity, it's a skill. Yeah, you just got to get comfortable, like knowing that mm-hmm. this is like the best position to put myself.
2: in. I mean, so it, it's so much technique and skill involved, and in, and I think you think we underestimate how much, like to your point, that a, a coach could come in and like ch- change your bar grip, change your your leg drop. Everybody
1: thinks that you know, yeah. everybody knows deadlifting, squatting requires a lot of skill and technique. Every and, and, but nobody realize realized the bench press is up there.
2: Huge, it's a very technical exercise. Yeah, I still, if th- I, th- I had to be completely honest with like all my lifts, and I think that's an area that I still am just not that proficient. I think that mm-hmm. uh, there's there's lots of room for me to be a lot better at that, and I've and over years I've tried to get better at it. But this was definitely me and the technique of it. I mean, it reminds me too of like um our buddy Paul Fabritz, who teaches vertical code, right? So he's into teaching, and he'll take somebody without doing any exercises. And get them them to increase by four to five inches. That's crazy. Just technique. Yeah, just technique. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, this is something that's like that. Like teaching somebody the technique of of a barbell bench press can make a huge difference.
1: Totally. Look, if you like the show, head over to mindpumpfree.com and check out some of our free fitness guides. They can help you with your health and fitness goals. You can also find us on Instagram. Justin is at mindpumpjustin. I'm at Mind Pump Stefano, and Adam is at Mind Pump Adam. Thank
4: you for listening to Mind Pump. If your goal is to build and shape your body, dramatically improve your health and energy, and maximize your overall performance, check out our discounted RGB Super Bundle at mindpumpmedia.com. The RGB Super Bundle includes MAPS Anabolic, MAPS Performance, and MAPS Aesthetic.